Hello and welcome to the We'll See Blogs podcast. This is my announcer voice. It sounds terrible, but it's been a while. Last time I think I dropped an episode, I was just talking to myself, which those are always fun. But <laughs> I have a human here and I'm not against their will, right, Frost? Sort of, kind of. Sort of. It's in the contract. The contract? Is, is, a contract? is a contract against somebody's will? I mean, I signed it, you know, I, I think legally. <laughs> I'm, I'm not being held for, you know, against my will. You should have read the proper NDA, but this is frost aka the other frost on twitch socials everything so on and so forth um i'm gonna leave you with the floor for a second because um if people have no idea who you are maybe they just tuned in they're like who the fuck is this idiot on a podcast not you me <laughs> they probably uh-huh. wouldn't want to know who that is cool. the guest. no they wouldn't disrespect you nah they they hear that voice nah. they immediately run away no tweedle d tweedle dumb action right here i mean i i, I <laughs> with my size i could be both but that's <laughs> There. You, you're right you got you got a little you got a little gap on me i tell you what you like you what is you six two uh i think i'm six two last time i checked i was six two two seventy i'm a fat boy no but i'm five ten on a good day tall for a for a mexican tell you what i was about to go if you look at ethnicity you're killing it i've met people that like the toughest like definition to cholo and they were like barely five and i'm like damn oh, yeah, I know, I know the cholos, huge, huge polos, matte mm-hmm. pants, bigger than me, like three times, three times the size there. No, and then they run reckless on the grill too. Oh, yeah, crazy. <laughs> on the grill in life. Oh God, my favorite. Uh, I used to work with this dude. I'm not going to say his name. He <laughs> liked to like write physically okay. with pencils, pens, whatever, in all caps. He's like, cause it makes you look bigger, man. <laughs> makes you sound bigger in their heads, you know? I was like, what the hell is this? All caps all the time on everything. Yo, that's, I can't uh, even, it's, it's ah, that's too fucking funny. There. Uh, anyway, get, serve your intro. I don't want to interrupt you any further. Let the people know who the other Frost is. Oh, yeah, that's right. See, about me. Uh, let's see here. Young, young man, young Latino, Hispanic man that was raised in Virginia for like 12 years or so. Kind of got tired of this scene. as a small little bubble. I went out, saw the world. East Coast, made it all the way uh, up to Maine, down to Florida, headed on a little bit to the west, saw a little bit of Texas. Oh, my God, I miss the food. I'll tell you what. Mm. Miss, missing the food and honestly, and all over these places because I'm in the Midwest now and sometimes the food is banging, but... Like I said, ain't no delis, ain't no good delis around here. <laughs> well, for context, for people who this didn't make the other cut because I'm stupid. And I forgot how to record things properly. We we literally chatted for what was supposed to be like maybe 15 minutes, like 40 minutes. So I'm hearing yeah. this now and they're like, oh, they have no idea that we cut and we talked a lot. Oh, we got deep. We made it sound like it was a therapy session for no goddamn reason. It was, though. I'm out here. I'm <laughs> repressed. I cannot find a decent deli dude i was just breaking down and my girlfriend's like would you like to go to subway that's about as good as it's gonna get around oh here. my you know, god yeah yeah i do <laughs> <laughs> i, I want to go to subway like wanna, angry wanna cry like ugly crying. <laughs> he called me stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah wandering around uh oh that's right mentioning my background is actually in culinary for like the longest time that's also what led me to sort of travel the world Mm -hmm. and by the world i mean the coast of america (laughs) okay just like testing out the food seeing where i want to get a handle in right uh ended up here and at some point or other i figured you know what no place is as bad as any other place as long as you got internet right so i was a wandering nomad but i maintained a pc on me through that i would do voiceover work I would do penny stocks. I would do editing and whatnot. Just like couch surfing, somehow maintain that PC with me for I don't know how long. Like that, <laughs> that thing's a beast, but I had to put it down uh, 
two years ago for an upgrade. Oof. Unfortunate, but she was with me for like she since 2013. Wow. Right? Jesus. She's been, she been through a lot. By the end, she was making weird sounds, just like on startup. I'm like, uh no. Hitting the BIOS and you're like, uh, I don't think you're gonna make it, girl. Yep, yep. It's like, nope, we're we're gonna have to part ways soon. Uh yeah. So through that, I ended up with um while, you know. With the penny stocks as well, hustling on the street. And by hustling, I don't mean anything illegal. Licensed catering. Yep. yep I met yep. the, I, I, you know, he might have been also robbing cars. I'm not sure. Like a little, <laughs> little fast and furious action going on there. I just remember a dude said, yo, can you drive? Didn't ask for license, didn't ask for nothing. <laughs> Handed me uh, keys to a Porsche. I was like, sir, just follow. Uh, I was like, okay. Did you steal DVDs I, with Dom? Right. It's all about family. That's all I remember. <laughs> so, so some about family in the end yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah doing all that good stuff uh couch surfing put my feet down finally got a firm footing when i started getting into content creation for uh for twitch and for youtube and for that that's uh in the smite scene small little mobile game it's like 10 years old now made by high res some people probably recognize games like paladins maybe realm royale i think the big one now is rogue company mm-hmm. i think that's the shooter that some people might know it's got like dr disrespect and all that good stuff in it right yeah so kind of became a, a big fish little pond there and i as the ambitious sort that i am got really really bored mm. but i still wanted to do games i just didn't want to stick to the same game right. for the longest time i was like i'm gonna try my hand out at reviewing ended up on the escapist i uh, just uh what is it yeah i stopped making content for for Smite, and I just did like, I think eight videos or so of different lengths of like, I was matching the three minutes. Mm-hmm. I was matching the eight minutes and I was like, all right, this is my resume. I'm gonna send that to Nicholas Jicholas Calandra. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, <laughs> he picked me up. He said, all right, let's see, let's see what, 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 what you can do because we do need some uh, three minuters. But then I was like, yeah, I also have experience with stream and whatnot. I think that's why he was so eager. Right. He's like, all right, you know, YouTube, you know, Twitch, let's get you in there. Right. And uh, yeah, I've been doing that since... I think June now. That's crazy. June of last year. Yeah. I'm the I'm in my rookie year still. Is that a really it's so weird because I I never even thought of it. I just remember our first interaction. I was like, we're we're hoping over in the same game. And I was like, I felt like a jerk solely because of the fact that I just didn't even know. But also Nick doesn't fucking tell people, oh, we got new people here, introduce yourself about it. But she he just said, Yup. So I'm just like, okay, fuck it. I'll guess we'll figure it out. So I our- think it was like two months into it where he's like, yeah, oh yeah, we got uh, we got Sebastian here, uh, but he can also go by Frost. And I was like, it's been a while, but yeah, hi everybody. <laughs> and uh, he, he doesn't introduce it. Like I kind of had to go out of my way or yeah. it was, oh, it was when they got me on streams. It was uh, like, everybody was vacationing. Okay. And he's like, I need you to fill in for this and for this and for this spot. That's how I ended up meeting everybody eventually is just being on streams with them. Right. I think you and I first interacted uh, with Casey. I think. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm I used to be on stream often. And then I realized I just not only kind of I had a nomad moment where I was just going back and forth a lot, but also yeah. on top of that, I think I'm just loud. I might be too. I might be too problematic for some. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you have. Honestly, have you heard some of the things I'll be saying? The people be looking at me like, oh, oh, Will's being Will. <laughs> Will's being Will. I just put his volume down and let, let, let him chill, I think. Like, <laughs> just let him talk why, to why himself. Been, why haven't you been there for Fall Guys? That sounds like your kind of game. The Fall, a lot. So a lot of the times, and this is just, it's not exactly like uncommon information, but because throughout the week, I'm always just working from home and doing what I do on that end. Um, yeah. A lot of it ends up being where I don't really get the time to spend with the missus. So because of that, realistically because uh, she's a teacher so she has early mornings and throughout the day she has her own shit so by the time we actually get a chance to sit and chill like it's very minimal it feels like we really spend like two hours of the day with each other and it's gone 
So then usually we'll have plans on Saturday. And even then, it, it sounds like I got the ball and chain on me. But I was telling her, I'm like, yo, um, your boy needs money. So let me let me do some stream <laughs> stuff. But also, right. it's just fun for me. I I really enjoy getting a chance to just, especially when I'm with KC, because we're just yelling at each other at this point. I don't know right, why. Right, right. He always just brings up New Jersey. And I'm like, why will you understand that that state <laughs> is inferior in every single way? It's the garden state that nobody wants to go through. No, nah, man. The best thing about it is living in Jersey with their cost of living and working in New York. Yeah. Well, that's that's the pro. I'll give you that 100 percent. But that's only if you're in a certain part of Jersey, because in reality, if you're in somewhere like Edgewater, there's no way you're you're, you're right over the way. I don't know what that is, man. It's literally like once you get over the George Washington Bridge, it is the neighborhood that's overlaying right there. It's like there's that the bridge connecting to uh, Pennsylvania. No, it's the bridge that goes from uh, Jersey into uh, Upper Manhattan. Oh, all right. Yeah, I think we drove through there. Yeah, it's always busy as shit. It's short. It's a short bridge, but when. Yeah, I don't know. It was dark. <laughs> she said I wasn't paying attention. Fuck. Ain't, ain't nobody do morning catering now, dude. I was there's their quinceañeras in between like billiard halls and I don't know what was on the other side. And I was like, what is going on here? In my head, I'm like trying to piece where you've been doing all this other work for that. Cause I'm like, this has to be like a mostly like Brooklyn Queens thing, but also Manhattan. I what am I talking about? Manhattan gets really popular too. It's just I don't know. I when I think of quinceañera, I'm trying to think of where the predominant Hispanic community is and i have no idea where that is it's proof that i'm out of touch uh yeah i don't know like i said like i got it's a blur yeah it is a blur because i know i i connect with maps by like walking the streets right 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 so if i'm in a car for all that entire time i was like i'm completely lost i have no idea what i'm doing here like well, I can especially tell you if you're not driving yeah that too i mean i got no excuse i'm the one that can just watch like look around for some kind of landscape not like in in cherry hill i know i know the spots there because i actually walked those streets but right and in New York, it was dark. I was falling asleep. Pretty sure the guy next to me was uh, n- not all there. <laughs> I was mostly worried about him, like, pulling a knife on me or something. Just trying to keep him happy. As long as he's not crashing into the median, I think you're pretty good, no? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. i never seen nothing like that before. <laughs> uh, New, New York. York. I've seen some dumb shit. Trust me. Y'all got, like, that train that's, like, going up overhead or whatever. I was like, what is this? I don't think the streets were marked or anything. It was like a... Like a Eight eight lane intersection. I don't right. know. It's chaos, active. and everyone drives yeah. like an asshole. But you kind of have to drive like an asshole in that spot. Anytime where you get tight, like streets like that, it's kind of wild. But also, I keep in mind the only reason why I assume Queens is also because a lot of people who go through Queens they'll have like 19th Street, 19th Boulevard, 19th Avenue, and they're all intersecting. So you're like, where the fuck am I? I'm in 19 something. You know I'm what I mean? Completely lost. Yeah. Exactly. So that's where I came, and I was like, maybe it was Queens. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know. I how feel come, like I'm slacking. How come they don't get you on like just more, uh, more just other streams then, instead of just game night? Uh, a lot of it was at the time I have a had a non compete with uh, the uh, not the escape is non compete with Ubisoft. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Casey got I helped that man get hired. I said, <laughs> help. He really did what he did, but like I just gave him an elevation. No worries for him. I'm like, I right, it's good to know. But also keep in mind, uh, they've already when I got there, I I came in at a time where um. I didn't really focus too much on the streams. I was just like a supporting figure that was there. So right, even now right. that it's still the same because I mean, Amy has her own thing. So does Casey. And I feel like I could do it. It's not a problem to do it. It's more so at the fact that it's just never been asked where I've never been like, yo, insistent on it. So I'm just like, whatever. I also feel like if I'm playing a game naturally and you heard me play Fortnite yesterday, um, 
I'll probably say some things I shouldn't be saying because I'm an aggressive maybe, person. Maybe. Yeah. I was like, I mean, you could do wish list with me. We uh we don't play the aggressive games. I don't think so. When do you do wish list? Wish list is Saturdays noon my time. So that's like oh what, one for you. Yeah. What oh, we do dude, is just we, let me know. Yeah, we check out early access games and we're like, all right, how you feeling about this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, if you need a slot, let me know. I did that's not a problem for me whatsoever. It's especially because it still gives me time throughout the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm lucky that uh, like my weekends are gone. That That's essentially my work week is my right. weekends into like some of the Monday, Tuesday. And so it's like it's the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday that I get to actually spend time doing whatever the hell I want. Right. It's wacky, though, because like at the start of the year, I was just working, work, 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 yeah. work. All and work myself into the ER, like I said. Uh, what, what you got? So now I'm just like trying to focus on me, trying to chill. Well, yeah, it's hard. Also- I'm, a, I'm a workaholic, bro. It's it's not good. And people think, oh, he just likes to work a lot. Like, no, I get the shakes. I, I know when my two days off were last year because they were some of the worst, like, anxiety attacks. I don't normally have anxiety. Right. But on my days off, I, I'll just have an anxiety attack. I'm like, oh, I'm dying. I literally had an anxiety attack last night. And I was, this was actually before we started playing, my boss was messaging me something. And I was, once I read the message, my heart just sunk. And in my head, I'm like, why the fuck am I spiraling? Nothing is terrible here. And like, like, I'm fired. It feels like that. And it's the worst thing. (laughs) I try to describe it to people. And I'm like, it feels like sometimes there's just an anvil on your chest. And you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Am I doing something wrong? Is there something? And it's weird for me because like, I mean, at first I was like that for a bit. Like just take, say, say yes to the point where yes is no longer an option. Or they you just straight say no to you um, and just keep the ball rolling because that's a great way to network. But then I got to the yeah. point where I didn't have any time to do what I wanted to. And that, that's when I started having anxiety because it's like, yo, you went from working retail and all these other weird fucking jobs to getting to a point where it feels like work. And now you're not really having any time to really like you feel like a dungeon troll. You just not everyone's like yeah. you're going outside the room. I'm like, yeah, I guess like yeah. I, I can't deal with that. Like um, days off start to feel like work, too, because they're almost like mandated. Like exactly. I, need, I need to take this day off. And now that that just feels like work, too. Now it's you, the one thing I would recommend for anyone. And I don't mean to be like it's not like I'm being, I'm being like a super advocate, but it'd be weird. Uh, to say otherwise is that like if you're in a position to potentially get some sort of like therapist i'm not saying for you because i don't want to make it sound like i'm being aggro but i've realized at least for me and my journey it's it's helped a lot a lot of it boiled down to a lot of cultural things i think has influenced in me and that that kind of uh i don't want to say generational like it's not hatred, but that generational sort of like momentum just kept rolling and rolling and rolling the uh the machismo gets you it's not only machismo it's just i don't it, it for me a lot of it came down to like realistically where i lived i don't know if i would have the same mentality if i was born and raised in like fucking i don't know montana or something like that i mean i'm sure that montana people got their own problems i mean yes <laughs> if i was born <laughs> in mississippi there'd be bigger issues i don't know how right. people i think about it like uh when you're born in florida and i'm seeing all the stuff with like the crt shit and i'm like oh y'all are crazy crazy y'all y'all really I, don't do anything huh i mean you can maintain your own bubble you know being a little havana Little, little Havana just chilling. I know. I just I look at it like that. And I'm just like, it's one of those things where it's like it's weird because you can't look at New York State and not think of the city. You know what I mean? So like when I think right, of right, right, right. when you're in Florida and I see like all the news, just the general news, and it's all like, yo, we don't believe in A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you don't like the alphabet? Y'all are stupid. OK, good to know. 
Sorry if you're from Florida, you listen to this. You might oh, be yeah. the smart one. Um, Maybe. But anyway, I had questions and answers because if not, we're going to chat for like fucking 50 years on like oh, a random right. thing. And I yeah. might as well. We're going to know each other too. Exactly. Like, right. To be honest, like, there's been like times. Interactions. Right. There's been to be there's been honest situations where I think I have messaged you prior. But again, I didn't know that D&D and the smite. I didn't know the smite thing at all. Like I known it. I, I was really? aware of it because I was looking at your follower base and I was like, all these people play smite. And then I put connect. Right. Um, but then also in the same vein, like I understand where you're just doing what you're doing. So I'm like, I don't want to bother him. Even asking initially was like, I don't fucking know if I want to do that. He's going to be like, what, 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 what are you doing, William? Go away. So <laughs> who is this man? I'm just about to like, <laughs> don't know. <well. laughs> He's talking about blog and I've never seen this man blog once. What is this horse shit? <laughs> we'll see blogs. Oh, that's just his last name, right? <laughs> Yo, a lot of people have me on their phone just as that. And I'm, I, we'll I, see blogs. I've literally have my, one of my fr- best friends from college, his uh, fiance has me as we'll see blogs. And I'm like, are you shitting me? She's like, I thought that was your last name. I'm like, no, I needed Ew, money. Why not? I needed money. And it was an easy SEO. I'm not mad at it. Do what you want to do, but it's just also like yeah. I've never it's like, had you know, it's like, like Baker, like Smith, yeah. blogs. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to be Joe Schmo. You know what I mean? That's not good. Yeah, right, right, right. That's fair. Yeah. No, no. I'm actually glad that you reached out because, like I said, it's hard to find creatives that'll uh, actually like put in some work, oh. and I, I definitely know you put your work in. Whereas uh, the thing that left a sour taste in my mouth, and actually why I went to the Escapist, and mm-hmm. probably also what sold Nick is, I was like, I'm tired of solo work. Right. You know. I like having people to bounce ideas off of and they also put the work in, but also like capable of telling me, all right, let's slow your roll here. Let's do this one thing first. And let's, let's keep it on going. Yeah. Sometimes literally you just need to. It's easy to draw outside the lines. It's the fun. It's the best thing, if you ask me. And then sometimes oh, yeah. you have to keep in mind you're losing whatever the image is. And I, I hate to be that old man that's speaking analogy, but that's kind of what happens. I'm thinking if. I'm thinking color book. And I'm, again, I'm damn near a 30 year old man. This is childish. <laughs> you, you just turned like 28. What do you mean, I just turned 29. 29. All right. Yeah. You got like a few months on me. So now is that it? The age gap makes you want to spread wisdom. I, it's not even that. I've realized I've slowly become an old man in every aspect of my life. Like I don't, I go outside and I'm walking the dog. I used to give a shit. I'm like, let me make sure I got good sneakers on. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm out here in Crocs. You, you, you. You feel that you feel like uh, I still like hear my mom's uh, voice echo and like, where's your scarf? You right. Know, where, yeah. A hundred percent. And it's nice. And I'm just here. Like, I don't want to get sick. Yeah. I'm going to wear them. Where's my scarf at? Where's exactly. my, where my good shoes at? Yo, I used, I used to, to I used walk to out barefoot. <laughs> dude, yeah. dude, don't even get me started. I used to do that all the time. We used to have a backyard. It was dumb in Brooklyn. And, and in the backyard, it would be like a concrete thing. And then a, like probably a feet, a foot and a half up. And it's just a random like dirt plot. And it yep. was just I used to. My dog used to be a dick and chase after a rabbit, our rabbit. We had both. And uh, I used to straight up just run out. And then like, you're going to get glass or some shit in your backyard. I'm like, how? Who's drinking in the backyard? No, that's what I'm thinking. I was like, that's a good way to catch a needle in Massachusetts. I don't know about New York, but. No, 100%. It's it's same shit, different pun. Ain't no (laughs) big deal. But uh, let's toss the questions. And I have them gaming related. um, But if it goes on a tangent and if you don't want to answer, you can skip. I don't give a shit. Uh, right. so, uh, I have to go with the cheesy and cordy ones. I apologize in advance. Uh, the first one being, if you have one, what is your favorite video game of all time? Favorite video game of all time? God dang it, dude. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't like this question coming out of it. anything because I got a hella recency bias. No, I'm just going to name the one that's on my mind right now. Okay. And the one that I find I've been, uh, raving about currently is probably Tunic. Didn't you review Tunic? No, Casey reviewed Tunic. Was that Casey? I was have almost going to review it. 
Uh, I played it on Game Pass like probably a month after it launched, but I didn't go too hard on it. But I've heard it was really, really good. All right, yeah. Now, favorite game of all time that I can think of in this immediate on the spot moment is either Tunic for being most recent. Okay. Lovely little uh, Metroidvania. And if not, I always got a, a nice spot in uh, for the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 game. Oh, just for the man. soundtrack, just for the vibes, you know. I was like, th- this is some gaming. This, this, that me is just peak gaming right there. I'm trying to remember if it's the first or the second one of Tony Hawk that has the fucking song Superman, which is like the whitest ska song. And Pretty sure that's the first one. Dog, that song hit me on Spotify like my time capsule. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, I forgot that even existed. It was bananas. Uh- that game is a time capsule to a very special place in, in, uh, in my heart where you got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and then like Shrek. Oh, my God. I have this argument. This is not even related with Q&A. I have to ask this question. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to hurt my heart if I hear otherwise. And I go, yeah. just go with your gut. Yeah, Shrek yeah. 1 or Shrek 2? Two. Two. Shrek 1 is, is better than the 2, but the 2 is the perfect sequel. Right. I'll give you that. It's, I'm not going to argue that. Follow-up. That's how I feel about it. Dude, I have this argument and the internet always goes with Shrek 2. And I'm like, let me tell you something. I love Shrek 2. I, and once we get past three, it's on its own sort of vibe. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I guess a little, like, yeah, I don't need to be involved anymore. But it's also in the same fact, like I've grown up at that point. You know what I mean? Like Shrek 1 kind of hits that nostalgia note. I think of the end thing. I remember watching it on VHS. And always, once we get to that end and Eddie Murphy just starts singing, it's just they just start going oh, yeah. through the fucking remedies of songs like, yo. This hits. I don't know why that has this sentimental value to me, but it does. Um, it also hard, uh, how you feel about like uh, the new Puss in Boots? Have you seen those? I haven't seen it. The, I've seen one clip about the Puss in Boots thing. Uh, yeah, that, that's probably going to bring me back. No lie. I've been hearing like Puss in Boots, The Last Wish is the Logan of Which Shrek. I was like, what? Crazy. Like that, how could that even be? Ma- it's something I would have never expected, but I, I don't know um, if you've seen the clip, the clip where uh, Puss is having like an anxiety attack. No. Nah. So there was this one moment where Puss is having an anxiety attack and I won't go full blown spoiler alert. Um, but like if someone was comparing it to like how Velma, the show which we were talking with Casey about yeah. um, and how she was handling anxiety attack and how it was like kind of disregarding and, and it was trying to be humorous on how it works. And like Puss in Boots was having like a full blown like look like this world was crashing before him. Like yeah. you feel it in terms of everything visually. And the sound and the heartbeat going so on and so forth. And an animal, I forget what the animal is, just kind of like comes almost like an ESA and just kind of relaxes and just has his presence. And you hear and you see like the kind of fear just exit its eyes. And I'm like, yo, that is that hurt. Like feeling that I felt that level of anxiety. It was wild. I'm 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 100 gonna have to like rent or buy that. I I don't I'm, like I'm worried it's gonna get me because uh a lot of people were super sentimental with like Logan right because not only is it oh this Wolverine's gone but it's kind of like brings into the that awkward realization I'm old too yeah yeah, yeah you know? of course I'm getting old as well but considering I was like oh, you know I was born in '95 mm-hmm. that that they're they're definitely older than me right it's like right. clint eastwood who's about to pass that's not that's not me i'm only 27 right, right, right now right. like that's not even close to me same thing with logan so having a puss in boots do it where i was like okay shrek was me you know yeah. that, that that was in the odds that's it's, it's definitely a time i experienced and this is where they're gonna finish it off with i'm like ah is it, they're coming for me now oh god <laughs> It's funny because yeah. I think of that, I think of, well, one, everyone gives me shit for this. I've only seen the first X-Men. Honestly, I don't, I don't get the X-Men series. Like, I, I understand the comics. 
I love right. the comics. The movie itself doesn't resonate with me. I know Logan. I own Logan. And I've seen oh, bits yeah. and pieces. I know that it it, it hits hard, um, but I, I don't have that uh, connection with as it with some people. Oh, I can't, I can't even speak. I don't have the connection that some people do with the series. Um, yeah, me neither. But I do know for a fact that there was a TikTok I saw yesterday that reminded me of what you're talking about. And it was like explaining how the PlayStation 5 was. And then they revert. And in in the skit, he goes about the PlayStation 4. He was like, yeah, PlayStation 4 is really good too. It's like, but three, remember, they introduced the Blu-ray. And I was like, yeah, that was massive. But two, DVD, the best library, so on and so forth. And they're like, first compatibility. Right. All that. And then goes to the first one. I was like, but really? Honestly, the first one is really really like a standard is like it held well you could yeah. you could pick up a playstation one and though the graphics won't be fantastic it's still like quality yeah in each of those times he's mentioning the year they dropped and then he comes to the uh, realization uh, and at the end he's like yeah bitch how does that make you feel you know you're old i'm not even real i'm a figment of your imagination <laughs> and then that hit me yesterday and i was like no don't do that to me and it, it I, I also told you, remember, I told you that I went to college late. So like I had I had friends who like they turned when they turned 23. I was like, I was 23 so long ago. And uh, one of those friends, I uh, like through a friend of a friend from playing Fortnite. Um, She was born in the year 2000. No, those it, aren't real. It, it, it's not. It's not a person. You lied to you. You it's, check ID. it's incorrect. It, 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 I, and it doesn't make sense. It makes me feel terrible because I'm like, yo, she's a homeowner, too. At right? the age of 20. What? And I'm what? Blanquita. Blanquita, oh, okay. upstate New York. Put the All pieces right. together. Oh, that'll do you. Okay. And then the mom sold them the house. That sort of vibe situation. All so right. Like, All right. You, you, you had it in the bag. Whatever. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think of shit like that. And I'm like, uh... anyway, back to the questions and answers. I. I'm going to just kind of go random because I don't want to full blown go heavy into it because the first one already got in the bad sour taste. Um, what do you, if you remember, what was the first video game you ever played? First video game I ever played. Uh, I don't think this is accurate, but the most vivid memories of like the oldest game mm-hmm. is either like, I want to say it's like the, the first Mario, the one okay. with Duck Hunt, right? Mm-hmm. I want to say it's that one. Right. But I feel like we had that around. And the only reason I got to it is because I had a PlayStation and I had Rayman on that. And my dad was trying to show me the older systems, right? I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure my first game was Rayman. That, that one beat my ass. What I do, any game that ruined me as a child, right? as an adult, I try to redeem myself. So I've gone back and I've gotten through the Tarzan, the Pac-Man oh, world. no. The, the Disney Bugs Life, you know, um, old Mario 2. I yeah. still, to this day, cannot redeem myself from Rayman. Dude, you're better than me. Because one... <laughs> Ubiquitous software. This was what that because Ubisoft made it. <laughs> and then two, um, I could never. Things like The Lion King, still haven't touched. We'll never beat The Lion King. That's okay. Aladdin, fuck that game. Never gonna go through that. Um, the more the only thing I can think of, because I didn't play the first Super Mario, I think, I think we had like the all-stars thing, and we played a lot of three. Three, I have strong memories with three. And then for some reason, it's either three or honestly. Super Mario, no, Super Yoshi Island or some shit like that. It might be Super Mario Island, the one where Yoshi is trying to deliver him um, Mario as a baby and he's on the back. I think so. Yeah, maybe. It all blurs. All the Marios do. Yeah, it's the one. The only reason why that one sticks so hard with me is because every time you would get hit, you would you could redeem yourself because the baby would go in a bubble and would start crying. And start going yeah, all over yeah, the map, yeah. and you have Yoshi to get it. Yeah. yeah, and I have Mario or Luigi fucking crying as a baby. That, <laughs> that sound bite is instilled in my brain and soul. At that point, I might as well get it fucking tatted on me. I swear to God. Uh, Do it. No, I 
I I want to do another tattoo, but I don't know. It, it's it's I got to make it more meaningful. I just get stupid I'll shit. do it. It'll be my first one. <laughs> I'm just uh, gonna look like a sailor with a bunch of random game tattoos all over him. It's so funny because I remember in high school we were talking crazy and we were like, "Yo, I might just get dead ass tatted on my chest." They said that's the realest shit I've ever heard, and I'm like, "Don't don't do that." <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> it was not a good option. <laughs> Unfortunate. Um. So you know what? Just for the sake of time, I'm gonna drop it down to a couple more questions, maybe one or two. Um. Shit. I, this is really hard for me to go through because now I'm looking through it forward. Um. And I'm like. Some of these are so good. Uh, I, I, this is more like it might be this might change. Uh, do you prefer playing alone or with others? Ugh. See, that, that's weird because I imagine the context would sort of be like, are you asking with multiplayer or with somebody else's presence? You know what? I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let it diverge into both answers if you can. Right. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, because I grew up with with that. You know, my um, my friends, we'd always use like the, the live system. You die. It's it's your turn, yep, yep. you know, like back and forth. But even now I'll be playing like Wolf Among Us, uh, Witcher. My girlfriend likes watching and, you know, right. I enjoy her company. Yeah, I'd say I do. I do enjoy the company, but there's also some games where uh, I kind of get lost in the flow state. Those are nice. Right. Um, I always say. You you ask me about presence, but uh, like I, I used to solo queue into almost everything. You name a, a popular team game, be it like uh, Overwatch, be it be it uh, Smite, be it PUBG, be it Fortnite, be it whatever. I would always solo into like everything, and I and I had a lot of friends who played it, but I would just in my free time play solos for some reason. Balls to the wall. Sometimes you just gotta kind of test what everything feels like before you go full blown bananas. Because let me tell you. Um, I had to, I had to learn the hard way with overwatch. That's the best way. Cause everyone was telling me, you got to play like this. You got to do that. And I'm yeah, like, shut yeah, the yeah. fuck up. Like I, yeah. like people were recommending me main as tracer. I'm like, I on a console. No, I'm not me. You, you had ADHD or something. I'd, they are not wrong, but that's still a they're fucked like, up thing to kind of suggest. No, maybe they're like, yo, that dash, like will will's going to be able to see all that <laughs> happen in real time properly. It's funny because the one I think I allied with. And it happens every time. And I didn't realize now that people are so obsessed with it. It was like I mained so often with Roadhog. And yo, I just, me too. There you go. But I also I feel like some people might have been like, yo, he thinks like it's because it's a size thing. I'm like, no, Roadhog is a fucking clutch dude. He takes damage and is able to heal. There's nothing I could complain about at that point. Oh, you got actual reasons. I just like hookers. <laughs> he likes hookers. Any, any game that's got a hooker in it, I was like, give it to me, dude. Okay, I so Grand it. Theft Auto 4 is your favorite now. Oh, yeah, that's probably all-time game. <laughs> Maybe. It's no, so- I, I think it just comes down to, like, what are we doing? If we're, if we're trying to get good at a game, because that's kind of what, what I built myself onto, like, right. through Smite, uh, doing all uh, the... Um, so, like, in SEOs and whatnot, it's about knowledge, right? Right, People right, are of course. For knowledge. But in a video game that's kind of live service, you get you try and get good at it. Like, I used to be Masters. I used to be top, uh, like, 0.01% or whatever in the game. Jeez. And through that, yeah, you. so I know about the grind, and I just prefer grinding alone. But I like hanging out with friends. So that's, like, if it's a less serious function... Right. That that's kind of nice. I almost like playing with people who are uh, essentially worse than me or don't take the games too serious. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I got friends who are really bad and take the game serious. That's probably the worst combo. That was me I'm yesterday. Like, what are you talking about? Boy, you carried us. What do you mean? You did clutch, man. I was looking out left and right. I was like, yo, Melissa's going to get popped. And all I see is you straight up. Oh, I see. Knock. Knock. I'm like, yo, OK. I was like, I was like yo, we're taking some shields because Will's going in ruthless. 
a little reckless. I was there was a lot of bots, and once I know that you can, as a, the more time you play with the game, the more you start to understand how it operates. And once I start to see the bots, like where I start hearing rounds being shot, like people emptying their clip, reloading, and there's still no knock on the bottom or no yeah. kill. I'm like, all right, so this is going to be easy money. I'm going to take that, uh, especially if they have like. It always ends up being where I, especially when I play with Melissa, because you know, significant. I'm like, I'm I'm not landing with you because I'm gonna take all your ammo. You're gonna get mad. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. That's it's so funny though because the more I think about it, like I think I'm I'm really aligned with you, um, even as a tryhard in one game. Uh, but that's solely just because of the fact that the more I think the more older I got, the more I started to understand like it doesn't even matter the sort of game. Like I could be play the shittiest of shitty games and be content as long as the vibe is there. Yeah. Or, I can go through the motions and be really bad, but like, I don't care. Like even Siege, once people talk about that, I don't listen. Don't fire me, Ubisoft. I'm not good at Siege. I I put in (laughs) 500 hours. That's it. I'm done. I don't need to do. I'm retired. Um, And I was never good from the get go. But the point being is that if someone told me to load it up right now, I'm like, yo, we're we're just going to like drink and just play games. I'm like, all right, sure. Yeah. Whatever. That's where I'm at now. I don't know. I think it's after after enough times when you're young. You've proven yourself. You got nothing left to prove, right? I was yeah. like, if I if I wanted to, because uh, you said you had your little, uh, your, your your heyday with the Halos. I was like, yeah, I used to do that with COD. I mm-hmm. used to do that with, with just about any multiplayer game that I got into. I just like the obsession was to be good at it, not because, not not because I like I like having the pride of being good in something, but it was mm-hmm. just like this is this is kind of like just where the fun comes from. Is being, it's why I can't play Rocket League because if you oh, suck at God. that game, you know you suck. Like, you can't fly. You're like that's I feel like half the game's gone. You know, so nowadays, like if we boot up Siege uh, for game night or whatever, Nick's out here carrying everybody, and I'm here like, yo, <laughs> I'm about to bust through this wall, <laughs> just Kool Aid Man style, screaming, <laughs> yeah. And not because I'd be playing fuzzy and just like sending out those wall charges or whatever, right. and Nick's like, you're trying to kill us. It's just, <laughs> you gotta learn. Listen, that was me a lot of times when I was playing with fucking oh god, Sledge. Yeah. I remember just straight coming through, and I'm like, I remember I was singing rap lyrics when I did that, and I have a clip of it somewhere. They're like, oh. "Why are you talking? All rats gotta die, even Master Splitter." As I'm crashing into a wall, and they're like, "You need help," and I'm like, "Yo, I don't know." And it helped because that round I got like four kills. I got killed at the end, but yeah, it was just one of those things where you didn't even notice. You just kind of an autopilot. You just come out clutch. Nah, I think it's about having a good time. Uh, if anybody gets mad at me, I'm like, yo, get out of my MMR. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hit him with the get good. I'm not getting good. I'm content where I'm at. That's where I yeah, do my time. Like, if, than. If, you, if you win a few more games, you'll get out of here, baby. Like, <laughs> I'm helping so you. That's yeah. how I feel when I played Rocket League for a while, too, because one of my friends from college, I mentioned, uh, he, uh, I told him, stop playing Fortnite. Play something else. He does not play any of the games. If I try to oh. tell him, play The Sims or anything to like relax, cozy, he, he just won't do it. So in doing so, Rocket League was our transition for free to play. He started learning things I couldn't do. Yep. Yep. That was me. And then uh, he, he they also play ranked. And I'm like, no, I can't do y'all in the sky. It's me and Jesus, Jesus Christo. And I'm over here like with a ball. <laughs> what do you mean? See, lock on. And <laughs> like, I know we just started playing, but if, if you're trying to keep it, if you're trying to keep the vibes, make sure there's no rank system because I'm like, oh, part of the fun is not being shite. So right. I'm a, 
I'm going to do that. I'm gonna, like in my spare time, I'm just listening to music, hitting up the balls, <laughs> learning how to fly. Uh, that's what I do. And like, no, Sea of Thieves or something. I'm sure there's some games that don't have that like get good mentality attached to it. Honestly, the games that don't have it are the best, if you ask me. I mean, that's why I, I sh- you said it last time. I should have played Fall Guys because Fall Guys, I just yell. I'm yelling nine yeah. times out of ten anyway. But at this point, I'm yelling in such a. <laughs> it's part of the culture. Yeah. It's 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 just terrible. Um, all right, I'm gonna leave you with the last one so that way I don't fucking bore you for 40 minutes. <laughs> um, Good time. What you call? Uh, oof, I feel like that was very close. So I'll just do this one. Do you have a favorite gaming character? If so, who is favorite it? gaming character? Oh man, there's that's a, a weird options. one. That, is there's it? a lot of options, but it's a weird one. Yeah, because it, now it's like the one that you like playing as, the one that you connect with. Well, this is gonna be interpreted for you, so like I'm not. If for yeah. some reason you just said I fuck with GLaDOS because she's a like reckless bitch and okay, I mean, fuck. She, she, she was nice like that. Exactly. So like whatever. I'm pretty sure she's still like number one video game villain, like still voted unanimously. Kind of, not not unanimously. Not, 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 no, but yeah. it, it'd be weird for crazy with it. Yeah, uh, like almost yearly she gets voted as the number one uh, video game villain because she's fucking savage. Yeah, she's great like that. Uh, I don't know. I think as far as video game characters go, uh, probably Geralt from witcher and it's because i had so much animosity towards him at at the beginning why because everybody would say play the witcher he's just like you and i was like what you know about me you ain't ain't know nothing about me because people said the same thing with um uh bastion okay yeah they're like is that you i was like what do you mean that's me what what is what is what is bastion (laughs) what are you trying to get at yeah like what are you saying it's like is that is that you because you said you were a voice actor and i that's you in that game right i was like no what game so i played it Love that game. Love Logan Cunningham. He sounds so cool in that. Mm -hmm. But uh, every time someone says, oh, he sounds like this person, so we should recommend this to him. I was like, no, that's not how this works. So Geralt was sort of that chip I had for a long time of like, he's just like you. I was like, why? Because he's got a gruff voice, too. And he's a little cynical at times. And they're like, nah, just play it and you'll see. And that is like through spite. I play the game and I was like, these options that they give the character and the way he thinks mm-hmm. is very similar to me. Cause I don't like it when games do the, like give you the options of what they're going to do. Right. And you read it and you're like, okay, let's go with this one. Like tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> um, and then the character's like, I don't want to deal with this right now. I'm like, that's not what I said. That's not what I wanted you to say. You know, <laughs> tell him to go fuck himself. And they don't they don't do that. So it's like, all right, we're a little mismatched here. The Wolf Among Us did that to me like a lot of times. Right. I'm like, I'm like, I did not mean that. That's not in the, in the context or the way I, I wanted that to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, uh, Geralt, for some reason, every option, no matter what it is that I'm picking, it's just like, yeah, that's exactly how I said it <laughs> in my head. And that's exactly how he's feeling it. Yeah. So like probably probably that. Uh yeah, I'd say for favorite character, if not uh little Isaac from uh, the Binding of Isaac. It's just silly. I kind of wish more games did that. I know everybody likes the whole oh when I equip an item, I want it to be seen on my character right. kind of thing. So I like I just like that customization of like uh so much depth of if this happens to your tears, if that happens, like Isaac's constantly changing and that's sort of like my model for mm-hmm. what I want characters to do that they get kind of wacky with it. Yeah. So it's one of those two. You those are solid options. And fun fact, I always say Gerald. I don't know why. I'm just stupid. It's just yeah. it's, it's, Gerald of Riveria. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, well, you keep in mind, I so I, I think I mentioned this last time. I don't really like I never got into The Witcher as a gameplay. Mm-hmm. It's just it's weird because I think it was more so at the fact that I just you ever play a game and it just wasn't the right time. Like you were in a bad mood. So you need to like revisit or reset kind of your palette. And then when you come in with a different sort of mentality, it's like, oh, this wasn't that bad. 
Have you ever had those moments or is it just me? Uh, no, like constantly. Like I just now started Skyrim again with a different mentality. You know, right. uh, Witcher, I still, even though I like the character, I still haven't gotten, but like a few hours into it before I stop. It's right. just a, you're like, you just got to be in a very specific kind of headspace for that game, I feel. Yep. Well, I, I'm ra- I'm rarely in it. I'm trying to be more mindful and get into that. I'm coming off of essentially get good rehab, right? Right. It sounds like that. Yeah. And I'm just like trying to find the more, trying to find my Zen mode inside of these games. Whereas, you know, like um, the Witch RPG games, I guess they just sort of test my patience. Right. Yeah. And I don't think it takes it, effort. I don't think it's a them thing. I think it's a me thing where I'm just like, I'm not, my well, brain's not. Good. I think a lot of it too. Keep in mind. I think of this when I played, oh God, I think it, this happened when I played mass effect too, or I played all of them, but well, I'll set it as Ramadan's. But either way, when I was playing that, I was feel like a lot of the times I just, I feel like I was just kind of, I don't know, like cookie cutter in some regard. And on top right. of that, my responses were just not hitting the way I intended. So I'm in, I'm out here listening to what he's saying. I'm like, this is the fuck are you talking about? Like, I did not say that. So like right. in the same vein, it's just like, I don't know, I, I, I feel that RPG kind of struggle that's there. But also, I just also have to keep in mind that RPGs, like I like it when it's minimal conversation. I know that sounds dumb, but like Skyrim where is a perfect option for me. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you say. I don't, I'm going to kill yeah. your chicken. I'm going to steal your money. I'm going to do something, yeah. right? It's whatever. Stop the kid. Yeah. Exactly. So like it's things like that where I'm just kind of like, eh, okay. But um, it's also weird, I think, because I think that kind of touches on where I think my character or where I think one of my favorite characters would be, Uh, which I know is going to sound like I'm a sociopath or just like really all crazy. But like if I had to Sonic. pick number, Sonic. no, no Cernic. We don't go fast over here. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no Kirby. No, that. <laughs> You know, I never, I never got into Kirby. As an adult, I like it now. But as a kid, I was just like, this is too bubblegum easy. And now I'm playing. I'm like, yeah, but I need the bubblegum easy for a little bit. Um, get you the narrative specialist. Well, you you play the bubblegum easy games. For, I love uh, the bubblegum easy games, but it took me a while. Like younger me was not into it. Younger me liked the challenge. I it, It's like if you if younger me was old enough to get into Dark Souls, I'd be a whole different individual, like assuming because right, right, right. I know a lot of people who would like that BDSM shit and I just can't do it. Um, oh, pardon. <laughs> well, I, I think it's BDSM because I'm like, you just like taking L's back and forth. So that way you can get your dopamine fucking feed. You're doing a lot. Um, but for me, Crash Bandicoot. Crash. Yeah. Just the like what, like, man's personality. Just stupid stupid little i don't know what he's a bandicoot but like i always used to call him like a little fox and i'm just like all right well yeah i thought it was a fox too yeah i just it was it's either gonna be that or honestly this one doesn't attach to me but i think it's just because i've had such a fantastic experience with the game and sorry that this is gonna sound very biased Ezio. Ezio is a fucking he is the italian antonio banderas that's how i look at it (laughs) <laughs> stupid kind of gritty I, I like his character arc i love so much i mean i've said this when they interviewed me but i don't connect with him fully but like he has to be one of my favorite of all time because i don't know you go from completely unlikable and then actually at one point learn and realize hey i'm i was the sexist piece of shit and then on top of that i'm still a badass motherfucker and then started building people around him to realize he was like the john cena he needed other people around him to kind of do i know i'm making that's, that's like all that's like all the assassins though every last one um, all the assassins in assassin's creed are cocky pieces of shit oh yeah they 100 percent are but yeah. etsy i think because two hit at a right time for me yeah and because of like honestly i don't know it's the most when i look at it and i'm attached to like everything that he's done it's just like it, it hits well like I don't think Connor was an asshole from Assassin's Creed 3. It wasn't much of anything, though. That was the thing. You know what I mean? And I'm not yeah. going to pretend like I. everyone knows, like, I don't know what's going on in past three. I'm still, I got to finish Black Flag. I didn't like Black Flag for a while. 
it took me to revisit it to understand what the fuck's been going on. Dude, that's my favorite one, but I'm still also with Ezio. I feel like all the other assassins were sort of like just vessels for me to play through because I, I don't even know Black Flag's name. His name's just Black Kenway. Flag. Is it? Well, that's he's that, that, uh, uh that sounds about shit. white. Yeah. Um, isn't he the not the he's the grandfather? He, of, he's yeah. Uh, he, uh, he's he's Connor's granddad or something like that. Those things never connected. But if you uh, if you say gun to head, name an assassin. It's like yeah. Ezio. You know? Well, he's the poster boy. What do you expect at that point? He's the poster boy, but he was also more fleshed out. And honestly, I like Robert Craig as a voice actor. He's funny. True. Because he he was always just like, "What do you mean you need an Italian? Like I'm the whitest dude you've ever met. <laughs> Absolutely not." He's like, "I could kind of do this uh, like a Spanish thing if you want, and you just guide me through it." And and that's what they ended up doing. That's why he does sound like he is a bit Spanish. Why didn't we have him instead of Mario? I don't need Chris Pratt. That'd be great. <laughs> it'd be a cheaper bill know, a spanish mario listen when you see have you seen uh the snl skit with uh pedro pascal doing mario kart um, bro, uh, I, don't, I ain't seen snl since like actually i never seen snl <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me that's crazy um no there's a skit where they're they're making fun of the last of us and they're saying hbo gave a budget and it was basically a super mario movie and I'm like, right. this is not like even remotely close to like Italian yeah. and still is infinitely better than what the fuck we're going to get with the Super Mario voice. Everything Have else. You seen, the, uh, you seen the dubs? I've seen the dubs. I've seen the dubs. You've seen like the French dubs. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. And I'm like, here we go. I'm like, oh, you yeah. fucking douchebag. <laughs> Let's can't a go. With this. <laughs> like, stop sounding like your depression medicine just wore off. Like, do something. I don't Maybe know. he is. Maybe that he's actually dying. I mean, honestly, after all those Jurassic Worlds, parks, whatever the fuck he's doing, where he's just doing this and making millions of dollars, maybe. Who knows? I don't even know. I could do that. Not while looking as chiseled, but I could do the, like, I don't hand, need the hands chiseled. out. Give me, give me the dad bod. I could do the dad it's bod. CGI That's that, right? When, when's the next CGI, like dad bod hero? I'm, I think it's time. It's overdue. <laughs> we, it was it's, Kevin it's, Smith it's for a while. <laughs> yeah. I know that was a bad joke. Don't even don't even pay any attention. I said it. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I mean, what Kevin Smith lost his. Have you seen him now? He lost weight. He's he's full vegan. Kevin Smith. Yeah. No way. He had a heart attack. Will. Oh, Almost you know died. what? I'm not even think. I'm 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 mixing it up. You know, what? I'm not. I don't mean. Or is it somebody else you're thinking of? Kevin I'm Smith. Totally. Is, I, I will always sense. remember Kevin Smith for his uh his jean shorts. <laughs> oh, how do you not love the jorts the jorts were fantastic no I mean, they were so long bro they were like jants my man that was john cena's gimmick the whole time he stole it from him <laughs> but he still had calves to show kevin smith went from like waist to toe bars <laughs> he's just wearing jeans at that point no i mixed him up with kevin james oh well, uh, i don't know why i think it's just kevin the- smith is the director <laughs> Oh, Kevin James. Oh, Paul Blart. Yeah. Paul Blart. Fucking, uh, this is what I'm trying to think of. The King of Queens. I don't know. If, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. I don't know if he got buff. I, I swear he got buff or something. Oh, no. It was in King of Queens that he kept uh, a picture of himself when he was buff. Oh, okay. And his wife would just be like, I miss, I miss that. <laughs> Come back to me. <laughs> Jesus yeah, that was a running gag. That's funny. All right. All right. All right. I think that's enough at this end because we almost dropped an hour. This went longer than what the first initial cut was. <laughs> Look what you've done. I tell you. Uh, past me is going to hate editing this, but that's fine because this is a nice moment to transition to the next topic as I break my microphone. You know that we're talking about Lopez v. Lopez. This became a conversation piece because I guess on Casey's podcast, I mentioned something about me watching it. I don't even know. Were you in? Did you tune in or was it just like I, had I think I was in? tuned in. Okay. I don't recall. I, neither do I. It just, it just felt right seeing that we're going to be talking today or having you as a guest rather 
that we talk about the Lopez v. Lopez show because it's funny. Legitimately, the other day, I was just watching it. I watch it whenever. You know what I mean? I don't really like, I got to watch it, tune in, 8 o'clock, NBC. Like, no, nothing like that. Uh, but I wanted to just kind of pick your brain on it. And for those who are just out of the loop, um, you know, when you used to be a kid or maybe an adult just at 3 a.m., and George Lopez would either have reruns of his comedy special back in HBO Showtime, or he would do his uh, good old George Lopez show, which I personally enjoyed. Granted, I was a kid, so my taste might have been utter shit. Um, and I don't know, George Lopez himself has been doing a lot of things. Like, I think at one point he did a late night show. And then at another point, he did an actual almost like reboot of a, I think it was just Lopez on like TV network or some shit. I, I, I don't that. know what that was right now. Me neither. I, I, I it's thoroughly confusing, but the man still seems to be relevant in ways that I'm not necessarily mad at. Um, Is he? I mean, he has a NBC show. So whether we love it or not, he's getting at least a couple million people watching. I mean, I don't know the last time I've seen an NBC show. It what? says something when like these things are free. You can go online, look up Lopez versus Lopez and just watch them on NBC.com free. Right. That's not that's not a sponsor or anything. That <laughs> sounds like, like a sponsor. That's how I found it because you said go watch it. I was like, all right. And I was like, wait, this is free. I don't even like what it's almost pirating itself. <laughs> well, to be honest, you got to keep in mind with all the fucking streaming services nowadays, you can just fucking tune in the peacock and right, right, something's right, right. usually traditionally there. Like I was confused. I my dumb ass. I, I love wrestling. I haven't watched it in a while, though. And they're like, mm. you know, wrestling's on Peacock. I'm like, didn't WWE have a network at one point? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, what happened to that? You talking like the old school days of like Rey Mysterio? Not old, old school, but like. No, no, no. They used to be, um, well, sidebarring, but that, that, that used to be where it was. I remember it used to be USA and then SmackDown yeah, was yeah, on like yeah, yeah. UPN or some shit at one point. Um, But know. they were on like local. Well, SmackDown was on local for a bit. And then USA is just network television, I guess, on that report. Um, But. <clears throat> As they kind of, well, let me give it a second because I'm going to have to edit that out. As they kind of uh, transitioned or like they went into like not being as gory and shit, uh, it mm. kind of moved and shifted a bit. So I remember it was on USA. I think it still might be. I don't know. Don't quote me on that one. Uh, <laughs> but they were like pretty much they made an app and they were like, all right, for 10 bucks a month. Here you go. Here's just original content. All the old school shit. If you wanted to see blood, this, that, and the third, it was available. And then. I guess it hurt sponsorships. So like whoever was advertising wasn't really doing well. And uh, they started censoring the stuff there. And eventually, like from what I'm hearing now, because uh, it was Vince McMahon, he's sold the company or he's trying to sell the company. And he came to a deal with Peacock, who makes sense. NBC owns USA Network, so on and so forth. But they still have SmackDown on like Fox. I don't quite understand the logic. It's all over the place. We're back to cable TV, bro. I mean, you know, make your money anyway. But either way, we're focusing on the Lopez v. Lopez <laughs> thing, which I just pulled up now, which I find hilarious. He's averaging at least the ratings. Two million per episode? Two million? What, what's like his time slot? That I don't know. I, to keep it completely honest with you, I never tune into live TV anymore. That, um, yeah, the same. <laughs> it's just not something like back in the day. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, he, uh, I know it's on NBC. I know it pops out on, I want to say Fridays, which usually is in the best slot, right? Yeah. It's like that, that's the equivalent of like having shows on like the weekend. Why would you do that? The only exception to the rule being, <clears throat> the only exception to the rule being, I guess, like sports, which. Yeah. That's what you like. You tend to not want to compete with the sports slots, you know? So it's kind of odd. Maybe his numbers are like coming from bars and hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't necessarily know. 
Um, but you know, well, well, what when you're watching it or what you what you've seen so far, like what has been your thoughts? Where where does your gut tell you? Do you love it? Hate it? What's what's the vibe? So I'm like torn all over the place here because I I dig the messaging that's okay. going on because that's kind of like their uh, the structure of the show because it's Lopez versus something. So like Lopez versus Pride, mm-hmm. Lopez versus. Uh, whatever it may be that puts them into that kind of situation and sort of bringing awareness to like out of touch dad still having to kind of raise his kids. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like none of it really hits uh, like even close to the older one. When was the last time you seen the older one? Shit. I, it's probably been like a solid like five, six years. But that's yeah, just because of the fact that like I'm I'm an old man at this point, so I'm not up at 3 a.m. If it's 3 a.m. and I'm up, I'm probably like using a restroom or some shit. <laughs> Oh God! There we go. <laughs> no, because after after watching Lopez versus Lopez, um, I got what you said. You said that at times it was like a little cringy, but like kind of just funny at times too. And I was like, well, maybe because I watched this one first. I said, well, maybe, maybe it's because I was younger. It was cringy, and I just didn't realize it. So I go back and watch the older ones, and I'm like, yeah, it was a little cringy. But not like this. This is like a different kind of I'm trying to make a point. I'm not really caring about execution. I'm trying to throw out some messaging in here. Okay. Uh, And I don't. First point. The messaging gets through to me as as uh, as born and raised Mexican, Mm -hmm. especially in the part where it's about uh, it's about pride talking about where George is really bad about like giving compliments and it's like, Oh, you did good. You know, they're they're bad at that. And because of that, uh, Maya has learned to internalize that where it's like, I don't need, I don't need people. You know, I don't need anybody telling me I did a good job because why should you tell somebody they did a good job for doing the things they were supposed to do? Mm -hmm. But apparently that's a little toxic. And I was like, yeah, I kind of have that issue too. You know? And, uh, yeah, like I I don't, I don't need it. I don't, I don't have that. So these messages are hidden. They kind of connecting. Some of the situations are also, Somewhat uh, similar to what I experienced, like when they just assumed uh, it was during the moving episode, they just assumed uh, that uh, the uh, the not Hispanic one mm-hmm. was was the boss. Essentially, just like, hey, right. control your workers. It's like, hey, yo, you can't just be assuming, you know, <laughs> uh, I think it was it Quinn that. Yeah. And, and that sort of uh, contradicts it in that point of like, I, I get the messaging. That's nice. I'm not enjoying the show. Right. I've found meaningful things come out of little Einstein's out of VeggieTales while not necessarily enjoying the show. I don't know if it has something to do with the writing. I don't know who's in charge of which characters dialogues. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I feel like the things that aren't focused on George Lopez or his daughter are the funnier ones. Like I find the 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 mom more funny. I find Quentin's stuff funnier little chance doing whatever like that's that's just more entertained there whereas i feel like the first one was just like better encapsulated and really also had more staying power because a lot of it felt relevant right i think my realization came out where in the middle of of the lopez versus lopez show i can't remember which episode she's she mentioned latinx and i was like that makes more sense Mm -hmm. because i can't really i can't really feel any kind of these struggles and i don't want to say it's disingenuous they feel made up, but it could also just be like, I don't know that culture. I don't know right. their struggles. Whereas George Lopez showed the first one, definitely very Mexican. Mm-hmm. Also had its own staying power stuff like, you know, you remember, you know, you know, mm-hmm. that, those, those things that we used to say to each other. And, um, can't do nothing. I can do nothing. And like, <laughs> like right now, right now, right now, like it's just those things that really like, uh, it resonated. It's yeah, yeah. Resonated. We say those things and it made it more popular. Whereas here, nothing really resonates with me because I don't, I can say like, I don't really understand Latinx mm-hmm. and I'm trying to not just boot it as sort of, uh, Latinx, uh, like Latinx showcasing because there are, there are other shows, I guess mm-hmm. that kind of do that. I don't know if you've seen, uh, it's called Hentified. 
where no, it's what's that where's that at it's uh i want to say it's on netflix i don't know if it's still there okay is it, it does it does this better where it has the george lopez character of like outdated old mexican man mm-hmm. and the more like um more enlightened i guess more more progressively aware okay. characters and and it does the same sort of i would almost say tokenism where it's just kind of like to third fourth fifth generation hispanics that are kind of like in between am i american am i mexican what exactly am i right um old school with versus new school clashing that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and like that that's that's resonated more with me than the lopez uh, or lopez versus lopez so i'm wondering it's like where where is it is it a cultural thing is it just you know, I'm not Latinx, but I've also been seeing um, Atlanta. Okay. And I'm like, that resonates because I grew up like in, in, in those kind of situations. And even as I'm getting older, some of the issues that like uh, Donald Glover gets into, mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Yeah, I, I had to heavily resonate with that. And uh, what was that other show? Was it you that said it? It was like Atlanta, but Chicago. Or was it Casey? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Shy. The Shy. No. No? Yeah. No. I don't sound right. <laughs> That don't sound right. <laughs> I, I thought it was all the only thing. Um, I, maybe Casey. I, I'm not entirely sure, but I do have some points to counter you. Not like it's yeah, competitive. Yeah. I just. No, yeah, no. How, yeah, how about it? I, I mean, have, we, we can fight for it. You no, know, it's not. It's not even that. It's just yeah. you bring up some good points, and then there's some other like things that initially come to mind because when I think of something. First and foremost, just hitting like the the hentified, right? See, look, I can't do Spanish. Um, already yeah, canceled. Netflix canceled <laughs> everything because why it's not? Over. Um, especially because it's it's not as, it's not it's impacting a very small community, and it's I say small yep. in terms of the user base that's actually onto it. Like, obviously, Latinos make up a big bunch uh, a point of it, but whatever. It's I Netflix cancels anything. That, that's neither here or there. But also, oh no, I, w- I wasn't. Oh, no, I wasn't using that as like virtue of like hentify is great. No, no, like, no, 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 no. But oh, that's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. uses better, right? And 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 that also. It's still not good. <laughs> well, it also brings to my next point of like it's the playground that they're in. Yeah, yeah Netflix yeah. or even Atlanta. I I I stopped at like the third season. I, it's on the to do list. I'm trying to get the misses to watch all four seasons with me. Like I'm ready to reset. Um, right, right. But when I think of that, I'm thinking FX. I'm thinking where where could they play around with it? When you're on like a national channel, like a, the, the the I gotta hook up an antenna, right? Usually you can't play in the same sandbox. Certain limits yeah. are just not addressed. Half of the shit that they do in Atlanta could never be on an ABC show. <laughs> it's just it's just it's not the groove. It's not the the intended yeah. audience. And honestly, it's just not gonna hit um the same way other ones do. Now I'm fairly certain George Lopez's show was initially on. And NBC, ABC, CBS, one of those other bad boys. But then that also brings in kind of the next point where you bring it in or where you're touching is uh, cultural difference and also time. Let's keep in mind, I think a lot of shit yeah. that we and I say we, but I mean, like things that in comedy specifically has evolved in such a way where like it's just I'd argue like when I see uh, George Lopez and his initial show, there's some shit you just can't say or do today because either one, it's no longer funny or two, it crosses <laughs> But it was funny yeah. then. Yeah. And then additionally, keep in mind, we appreciate it on a level that people probably don't give a fuck because we see a little bit of ourselves in there. Yeah. So it's just a little it's it's confusing and interesting to think about because I'm not like when I think about the main points, like I don't have a bad thing with the show. I'm well aware that it is not encapsulating of every like universal latin experience obviously that's not the case and even then where it's in a different sort of frame of mind where we're now where we're entering new people there's a mix of cultures obviously bringing white people and and it's not like full-blown uh like 
just it's concrete. It, I feel like when you think of the George Lopez show, you think of that initial bunch of families or the family rather. And then the middle, like the little small extra characters that are here or there. But it was nothing like I think it stood in this kind of bubble. I love the bubble. I didn't want yeah. it to break out of the bubble. It is what it is <laughs> and it worked. Um, but this kind of I don't want to say it does like because I don't think this is better than the original show. Let's just keep that. I want to be on the record. Right, right, right. Um, but I also don't think it's as terrible as some other shows as I've seen. Um, specifically because when I I think of like when NBC tries to do show, uh, NBC try. I can't even speak. When I think of NBC and how they try to do shows and they try to do Latin representation, it doesn't hit the same. Like, what do they, what do, they even do? It, it, it's minimal. One, let's keep that in mind. And then two, like go. when I think of people like, uh, have you watched Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that it's a good example of Spanish culture. I really don't. When I think of like, um, I forget even the character, but I'm thinking, you know, the love interest, and then I'm thinking at one point her fucking brother was Lin Manuel Miranda. I find, oh yeah, wow. I don't know why. I just my core was like this is not anywhere near adding up and when i compare it there was a uh back in the day we're talking like probably before we were even alive uh there was a initial show called uh, one day at a time and yeah. it was like a norman lear show and they rebooted it and in doing so they brought cuban american culture into it like that was more connecting in terms of like it kind of hit the middle ground of like the comedy you would expect in older George Lopez shows and also the modern times and modern concerns of what was going on. Right, right, right. But it also didn't like, it was very much in the face of like, yo, honestly, it's not about whatever, like we're not going to try to conform to make it like full blown, like this is NBC starter status. We're going to make it honest and authentic. And then on top of that, they, I feel like they kind of, it didn't really go George Lopez, like cracking the line. But like when you get the viejitas who are dropping the corny jokes, the believing that <laughs> the, the, the grandparent, like her, her husband is still there and surrounding yeah, and all that yeah, other yeah, shit. Yeah. Like things like that, we don't really get too much of. And if we do get it, it's not on a national thing. It's like a streaming service for the most part. Right, right, right. Uh, and the more I think right. about it, the more I'm like, I don't know, because I, I did write. I'm like, where does like where could the show improve? And I don't really necessarily have an answer. I thought to me it it's be, execution. Well, how could you execute like keeping in mind the playground of NBC, keeping right, in mind right, right. Of how they're trying to um, balance where they want it to be, where it's old school beats new school. And honestly, kind of giving that whole. All right. At the end of the day, there's an, an episode like we learned something. Yeah. How do you yeah. how do you do that in that? It feels like you're confined. I don't know. I feel like that's just almost a question of creativity because uh, there's, again, like the bits that I did enjoy. Uh, the ghost one was kind of nice. All right. Um, the one where Quentin's dad doesn't really like him too well. Like that was more heartfelt. And I think right. it was just written better. But then you've got the smaller bits like uh, the, the the grandma trying to tease Chance how to speak Spanish. Can't get it to work until mm. they start watching some soaps, you know, like yeah, those those funny. are the those are the things that felt like a little bit more authentic, a little bit more well written, whereas it's just like uh I guess I, it doesn't sit well with the uh that style of just throw and see what sticks right right I, th I think it's almost a compromise. Yeah. Because a lot of the things that I don't like are the ones that are almost reminiscent of the old show. Like you said, it feels like very out of touch. It's also very, very like we've done this joke. Like, oh, my God, we're doing big head jokes again, George. Like, it's fine. Let it go, bro. Your head's not even that big. Like My, my granddad, he's got he's some <laughs> Hispanics just get that kind of like bloated head thing that he's got going on. I, and I, it, I, it I, almost it almost strikes me with like the caricature of, of who George is. He was very like working class, very of the people, but right. still like kind of cleaned up. 
in the first one. Mm-hmm. And this one, I'm like, so you're you're like kind of progressive, but also kind of Chicano in a like, like it, it just looks it, it's strange seeing a Mexican doing brown face, I guess. That's just what it feels like. <laughs> it feels like he's doing brown face. His, his friend too. Yeah, that like I don't know. It's it's just again, it's it's you you find these characters that you kind of latch onto. Either they have um strong character traits, which I don't feel I don't feel like George Lopez has any uh it's just or nor Maya. It's just that yeah, it, it really is. Uh there's like nothing to latch onto. And that's why I think I do like Quentin Moore and I like the the grandma because they're uh, they don't have anything to rehash, so they have to be original, right? right? Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, George is just kind of still doing the same thing that he does. He's uh, he's spewing out the old jokes that he always did before. I, I think it just comes down to trying to be trying trying to care about the story more so than the message, because I think they just go, "It's okay, the message is good, and it is good." That's the that's the strange thing about it. Mm-hmm. It's got really good messages for um, for Latinos of all walks of life. It's just you can't just serve me that. Right. You can't just like, oh, I like the message. Ergo, I like the thing. It's almost like when you got hounded uh, last time around, I think, for The Last of Us, mm-hmm. where you said it's a masterpiece of a game, but you didn't like the game part. You I just like the story. I my man. I know that's a fucking controversial was, thing. But... If you want, yeah, but you understand that there's people that's like, if you didn't like half of it, you like, how is it a masterpiece? Well, I mean, listen, it's that boils down to it's very similar to this, realistically. It's like, not every element of this I like, right? I'm not lab- labeling this as a masterpiece or anything along those lines. Oh yeah, no, no, no. no. Fuck yeah. it, I'm not crazy. But in the same vein, I I also I also keep in mind that like I just hit my limit. My threshold is very uh like once it once it hits that point, it's just like all right, maybe I'm just burnt out because at first I'm feeling like I'm being <laughs> jaded and I'm just like ah whatever right, whether right. I love it or hate it like again and and it took my boss to really put this into perspective with the last of us he was like you got to keep in mind when the last of us gameplay wise dropped that shit was like the whole survival element kind of making sure like the crouching was like he was like i don't think that was done in that time frame that's like 2012 wasn't it something along those lines yeah resident evil walking dead there's a lot of that but it's it's I think it was in in tandem with what was being produced in terms of the story. So like mm, that's her. in in keeping that in mind with the budget that they had and utilizing, not saying that the budget wasn't huge. I don't know the number looks like, but it had Sony funding. So I'm not really looking too crazy at it. But my main thing of what I'm getting <laughs> at is that like just because one element, like I feel like I have a lot of games that are 10, not a lot. I have a handful of games that are 10 out of 10s for me. But like okay. at the end of the day, if something gets too repetitive for me, it might just be me taking that L and understanding that like what may be annoying to me and what may be cumbersome to me might just be I need to put the fucking game down and and re- <laughs> and breathe a bit. And, and being right. as long as I've been doing like kind of freelancing and, and, and just reviews or just writing in general, I had to take a while to learn that like the shit that may tickle my fancy um if i continue to grind and and, and just absorb it at like an absorbent amounts it's it's gonna eventually take its toll so like right. i have to keep in mind like yeah at the mind it's like when i fucking lose at a game of Fortnite. i play it every yeah. through, through <laughs> i get so aggressive i yell because i'm like how the fuck did you not see what was going on i need you to adjust this like so on and so forth and then i realized i'm just i'm grinding at it and i'm going way too hard and yeah, like in there. as a as a as a critic at any point, once you get to the point where you're burnt out and you're just pushing yourself to do it, it impacts your overall approach on it. So, like, I've learned to kind of tone it down. So I'm like, yeah, the gameplay now, if I'm looking at 2023's lens, it's it's dull. Right. And back then it wasn't dull. Back then it was something I needed back then. It was something I liked. It's just when it came to the point where I beat the game and I was like, you want to platinum this? I'm like, I'm not grinding another 30 hours. <laughs> <of this> fucking <laughs> gameplay. Yeah. Fuck that. 
So I, I think of that and I connect it to this and I'm hearing, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't fucking know if I'm just like, I love George Lopez and I'm blinded by it and have that sort of thing. Or just like, it's almost like junk food to me at this point. Like my right, girlfriend right, right. said it last time. Everything he says is a pun. He's not even, it's not even ridiculously funny. It's a pun. But he's always done that. Right, they just that, were funnier before. Exactly. But also yeah. like, you know, it, it's, I don't think, I don't know. I don't, I don't really necessarily know if I, I'm going to label it back to like where the culture ends up being, where it's like, I can't full blown identify with it, but it's not bad. You know what I mean? Like I've, it's, it doesn't feel like a bunch of white writers were just in a room and are like, this is what we think this culture looks like. It feels like George Lopez put his stamp on it. And whether we love it or hate it, it's cheesy, but it's still there. Yeah, see, it feels like that, though. It feels like this is what George Lopez thinks white people want to see. Right. And I feel like maybe that's that's where it's lost me a little bit. Also, because like he's writing it with his daughter. Uh, the plot is that he never ca- had time to connect with his daughter. So now they're sort of like connecting again. Is, is that just him uh, projecting onto the script? Is this, is this just, you know, this could just be um, not be like, oh, it's just nepotism. But this could just be, you know, a rich uh, Hollywood, well, I don't know, I wouldn't call it Hollywood, <laughs> rich TV dad giving his child like, you know, an opportunity to, to try something, you know, Maybe. with his stamp on it. Maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm probably still going to watch it solely because of the fact that like, I like the mindless television for me. Yeah, like it was yeah, like yeah. shows like, honestly, Superstore was like an NBC show that came out that was like, I remember I that. Yeah, because yeah, I went yeah. through there. Um, fuck, I'm trying to think. I know that there was um, people love the good place. It's just things like that, like New Girl. All those are the things where it's like it's not full blown, super duper hilarious. There's moments where it's corny as fuck. There's yeah. moments where it feels like it's pandering. But like I don't know. Eventually, it just kind of gets in its groove, and you either love it or you either not love it or hate it. You either enjoy it as is, or you're on the opposite end of the spectrum, which is perfectly fun. I don't know. I think that I think the the reason I'm a little bit more like peeved off with it is because it, it has moments of actually being pretty good. Right. So I'm like I'm gonna watch this next episode because maybe it gets better. And I'm like, all right, we're going, we're, it's going all right, it's going all right. And then it's like, ah, why, yeah. why is it like this? I mean, it, it listen, it, it did enough where, what is it, like probably 10 episodes in? And I think it got, I don't want to say renewed, but like, you know, they probably did one or two episodes and then they got picked up to drop like 20 more or something along those lines. So Yeah, they, they, they're finishing off with a full 22. Right. So I expect at one point maybe it'll be like dull and, and then maybe it'll be canceled. I hope it doesn't. Obviously, just because of the fact that oof, it'd be weird for me to want like I feel like it's <laughs> I feel like I'm one of those people who say like, yeah, I want all black people to win, like all my own people culture. And like, mm-hmm. no, they, some of them can fail. That's fine. But I also just I think there's a soft spot for George Lopez based off i can't speak i think there's a soft spot for george lopez based off what he's done in his stand-ups and before and maybe maybe my childhood's lingering on that one but you know i'm also in the same vein like this can improve if we can get a little bit more ballsy and if we can make it a bit more authentic but yeah shocker that may that that's why i'm on the scale it's not like it does anything so heinously bad where i'm like get this off the air right now right it's 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 just enough to be like that's not my cup of tea i don't know whose cup of tea it is makes me wonder but not enough to be like, oh, if you watch this, you're some, you know, it's uh just show show for Latinx. <laughs> I keep saying what, Latinx what and I? I keep saying Latinx in my head. So I'm like, what the fuck is Latinx? It sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> it's Latinx, isn't it? I don't know. I, I First time I wrong. Latinx. Yeah, maybe I heard like Latinx. I've heard Latinx because Equis, the, that's new to me. Because yeah, I mean, because it would have to be Spanish. Like that's that's the whole reason that they fight on the word. Because right. they're like. You know, why why are you giving us words for gender neutral when we have our own? That just shows your ignorance, you right. know? 
Right. Uh, don't try and white savior me. I I have <laughs> I am inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Said stop making the, stop being a piece of shit. Let me live. Yeah, I th- I think it it just is come down. It comes down to situations that I can't relate to in any way, and that's through all these sort of like um. Uh, what, what what time would you call this? 90s, 80s? Because you had like Family Matters, you had, right. um, you know, Lopez as well. But you also had your Seinfelds and all. I, I wouldn't say that this comes off of off of Friends around there. I think like those are completely different situations because right. those would evolve into straight up dramas and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Where these are just sort of uh, situations that because you have strong characters, you kind of just want to see how they intermingle and also how it can reflect back onto you. But I, I think... Maybe it's because in this one, they haven't really set up George to be much of anything. Yeah, I think they just were like, just you're George. Just do whatever George does. And yeah, because no. like the the first one, they, they got this man that's like he's, he's working class. But now he's a manager. Right. So it's like it's, it's just kind of showing that maybe that's it. maybe the the failure is he, he doesn't have a job. Like how many of these family shows do you know where the dad doesn't have a job? Maybe that was the whole, the, the, the melting piece altogether. Maybe. I mean, I, I, I understand why it kind of leans in that direction because it's the idea that like, it's the reverse that like in this day and age, kids can't are struggling. I say kids, but like anyone who's been in the millennial sort of phrase and so on and so forth. Like we're, we're, we're adults now. But we're used to like or the norm is that, you know, because the world is so shit, we live with our parents. So I think yeah. its concept was let's flip it upside down. And that puts more power and control for Mayan, which yeah, I don't got nothing against it. It's just I never I never put so much thought into it. You know, I kind of just look yeah, at it yeah, like yeah. it is what it is. And um, it made for some comedy points that are funny. I don't know why the man sleeps with fucking hot dogs when he goes to bed. But that's something that like, I can yeah, see like that. I think the thing is the way he's presented. He's not really eccentric enough for me is what I'm almost saying. Like probably uh, he's not too bad is the thing. He's not too like off his rocker. I had some Theos that were like kind of wild and would do some very strange things. Like right. my, my, my Theo memo would be huffing anything he could get his hands on since he was five mm. and then once he was 50 he quit drugs cold turkey because that's for young people you know right. like that kind of weird eccentricity that's like what happened why are you like this <laughs> and there's really not much rhyme or reason but even then like the logic of a madman i don't get any logic from from george he's just kind of there doing things yeah. um it's almost it almost just comes off to the point where it comes off as arrested development like in the in the, the noche buena where they're um what do you say where all the hassle that they came through and he's like, yeah, I just drink to cope kind of thing. <laughs> but I'm like, that's, that's it. That's the, yeah, that, that's, that, that's where I am that I could summarize the entire show with that. Like, that's it, George, you only drink just a little bit to cope that your family's not around. Like you're not, you're not off doing some really strange unhinged things. You know, it's almost, I think maybe this makes me the bad person. Is that if somebody says, uh, you know, like, oh, I, I go to this isn't a, uh, this is not to downplay anybody who seeks help for any kind of it's not even mental illness. But I, I think it's to the problem of if you got mental issues or mental problems, small things that you haven't worked through, you're less likely to get that kind of sympathy than somebody who is just like straight up uh, a poster boy for, for some kind of mental illness thing. And that's sort of. The issue with George is that they play him out to be such a such a miserable, homeless problem in the way but he he isn't really he's just like a little odd and it almost just makes him seem immature like he's got arrested development like that's his real issue it's not because he's out of touch mexican man who just uh, had to raise kids and never really raised himself mm. kind of thing it just almost feels like all right i'm live my dad is just a child 
You know, like I think that's it. I think they need to mature him more. I think if it's given enough time, maybe because right about now, as it seems like the early episodes focus a lot on like, listen, it's it's like things like pride. It's things like not understanding the cultural difference or like not understanding how the lack like the lack of being there or being relevant or just being an adult realistically. You know what I mean? Like because of that, uh, there's lessons that they're throwing left and right. Will it ultimately impact him? I don't know because I don't know sitcoms can go one way or the other. It can be like, we just had this 20 minute sort of thing and that's it. It's done. We on to the next one, or there can be something where there's progression that's pulling through and there's actual like, you know, consequences and act for their actions. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's going in either or direction. Um, but I know for a fact that these things are, uh, it, it impacts it in such a way where it's just like, like, I get it. I want the chaos. I I, I want things to be like how I see a Theo, how I see my dad. Like I, like I said, the hospital <laughs> thing makes no <laughs> sense, but that's also right. my dad. And it's also, he's gotten softer with age. So like, you know, there's things where he's trying to be a little bit more understanding whether like, well, he's trying to be a little bit more understanding. And if you would have asked years ago, like even a decade ago, it'd be like, fuck you. I'm doing things the way I want to do it. And yeah. To a degree, it kind of bleeds into it because it does feel like George Lopez as the actor and creator um, is like just doing whatever they want. But also in the same vein, it, the formula hasn't been broken as of yet. You know what I mean? So like what happened? it's still going. Yeah. yeah, it's still it's still there. And you know what? I, I agree. There can be more layers to be unpeeled. There could be something that makes it more worthwhile. Um, But I don't know if it's going to go that route. I really don't. And you know what? That might be make or break for some. I I hope that it does actually happen because you know what's the point of having a whole thing or an arc that you're invested into and then it's just like yeah no i don't give a shit i'm still me like it's not gonna be fulfilling yeah yeah i don't know maybe this is uh george's like uh so if if anyone knows what it's like to get a show canceled it's george everybody knows about his big fallout where the the george lopez show got canceled for cavemen and he was just like what so a caveman could be on tv but not a latino Maybe really the real story is just how a man wants to keep the show going for his daughter and is willing to compromise with, you know, corporate executives that are like the show should be this and the show should be that because it really does feel like it should uh, it wants to have its cake and eat it. But like you said, the kind of the kind of character that they present him as is the kind of guy who would make those really out of touch jokes. Right. 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 But he doesn't he doesn't make any of them. Yeah. Right? He. So I'm like, where is your mind? Like, you're aware enough to not be that heinous. But so like, you're not out of touch. You're just immature, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, maybe the real story is just this is George, the real George trying to connect with his daughter. Maybe that's like, that's kind of fucking bittersweet if it goes in that direction. I don't know why I didn't expect this conversation to go the way it did, but I never. <laughs> been, well, you never think about it like that. I, I, at one point, I'm just thinking I'm like, I know that the like executive produced by like his ex-wife. Which I'm seeing a fucking pattern here because I think The Rock has a show too, which I like because I'm just again wrestling. The Rock has a show. Young Rock. It goes through from him being a kid to growing up and his uh, to the WWE. It's on NBC. Um, and they have a lot of throwback episodes too. Like you'll see a lot of references to like Stone Cold, Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan. I mean, they even had fucking one of the female wrestlers. Becky Lynch, she played like Cindy Lauper. Like there, it's it's very right. tuned. Um, but it's also that show is part where he's part he's partnered with his ex-wife, and that's how they they have their ten dollar whatever ten buck productions and shit like that. So I'm like I'm noticing yeah. a theme here, and I don't know. I I personally love The Rock, but I also think in the same vein he's his ego is way out of his fucking head. 
You know, what I mean, you kind of <laughs> you you you've adapted the character so much into you that it's now ingrained. Bro, Black Adam was movie of the century. What you mean? I still haven't seen it. I don't plan on it. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm I'm it's good. That well, good. I can't I can't experience it. The last the last rock movie I ever think I'd give like the biggest praise to, dare I even say, is Jumanji. If it wasn't that, probably the Tooth Fairy. Really? I like Jumanji. I Tooth Fairy. Now, now we're now we're talking. Now we're talking. Listen, I, my dad loved the fucking Walking Tall, whatever it was. Like, yep. And it's Yo, like. It depends on the mood I am, because let me tell you, I don't want to see The Rock versus a fucking building again. That's not fun or a natural. That's, that's amazing. What do you mean when he throws himself off and yeah. he's just like ah, and bashes the building? That's great when he's finding inanimate objects. It's, I love it. It's ridiculous, is what it is. I mean, I'm thinking about like all the times he's been in fucking what is it called? Like the the Fast and the Furious movies. I'm like, you need to fucking get your shit together, my man. I, <laughs> I have no hatred against you, but like you, you have range, right? No, I'm Does thinking. He? I'm I'm I give people the benefit of the doubt ever since I've seen Adam Sandler when he did like um what you call oh god uncut gems and right, 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 um right, right. there was a movie called The Cobbler um yep. you seen um what's that new one he made with the basketball kid oh god I I have it I know fuck I <laughs> I know I have a copy of it somewhere I know it's on you Netflix got a copy as well. of it, yeah no because uh, I had um I had initially given someone was giving me a screener to write. And I have never, I didn't write it. Someone else oh, okay. ended up taking yeah, the last yeah. minute. So, like, I have the copy somewhere, but hustle. There you go. Hustle. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's my point. Being is that even even Steve Carell, who I it's Steve, Carell, <laughs> I, but like when you Fox see him, catcher. yeah, and then you also see like like even the Big Short and shit like that. I'm like, I give oh. people the opportunity. Like, if you can prove you can get out of your fucking bubble and do something, then do it. I think The Rock could do it. But I also don't think he has, I think his ego's in the way from him actually taking a, a proper learn, uh, acting class. But that's neither here there. I don't know, because I feel like in the most like uh, sincere roles he's ever played, he's still more himself. Gridiron Gang, you seen, you seen that? Oh, God, I've seen that years ago. Yeah, Jesus he Christ. and like he's doing his best that he can. But I think The Rock at best, at his most serious, is just kind of like that disciplinarian. Like that's all he's got in him. <laughs> and then at his goofiest, it's the Tooth Fairy. Like the, the ain't much range there. Yeah, yeah. I just, I guess I would just like to see it. You know what I mean? So like, oh, me too. Yeah. Like the same way George Lopez is doing what he's doing now. It's just like you, you, you can do it. I'm fairly certain because he still, he still tours. I'm fairly certain. I say this, but I keep my fingers crossed that he can still bring it in a stand-up setting. Oh, you think they not? Even, he, even, he even brings back Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Oh no, no, let's not. Do you that. remember the call out oh, and the shot? I don't remember where it was, but it was in there. I'm like, uh, it's just, uh, I think he's trying to like relive his glory days just a little bit. Maybe George always sat a little awkward with me, uh, just because he, uh, was self promoted himself as America's Chicano. Right. Right. He kind of brings about that, that, uh, that Dave Chappelle thing where he says, I stopped making the show because white people were laughing in a way that made me very uncomfortable, mm, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, George, they're laughing at you now. Like they're laughing at you. This isn't. At that point, he could just be secure in the bag. Who knows? I can't even tell you. This is fair. I could I could be America's Chicano for a few million. It, I'd be fucking, I'd pretend I'm Mexican at that point. I'll fucking do the, all the racially insensitive stuff to get the bandana. <laughs> fucking tear on my cheek and everything. Tear, <laughs> from, from the 90s. Oh my God. I'd look terrible. I mean, I mean yeah, he still has. And that's the thing. He dresses Chicano with uh, hair slicked back, plaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably wearing dickies. Who knows? <laughs> probably wearing dickies. I can't. Yeah, I am. I, I just I don't know where the things like you know eating hot dogs in bed comes. Like, what is that? Again, That's the strangest thing. I think it's just old man doing old man things, and they think it's funny because again, I've seen my dad fall asleep with like fucking in his hand like imitation crab 
like on a spoon and i'm like what are you doing he's what like ah, i woke up and i was hungry and i'm like so fucking like eat a cracker or some shit why are you eating imitation crab at 3 a.m oh because i was watching jordan lopez eh uh, there you go then that's his influence <laughs> on your on your dad i don't know I, I'll, I'll i'll make my mama watch it see what she says because she she likes him she likes his older stuff yeah i'd, I'd, I'd argue his older one. stuff is better but yeah for sure that well if it comes with a chancleta i'm there for it right every time <laughs> All right, so I think we got enough of George Lopez. You were fucking talking about probably like 30, 40 minutes about this bad boy. So let's transition here. Yo, yo, post-production Will here, just giving you a quick 411 as we jump into the topic of separating the art from the artist. Although the subject we touch on is primarily gaming focus, it does touch on Hogwarts Legacy, which is a hot topic issue at the moment. We're well aware as two cisgendered Latino males that this controversy doesn't directly impact us. And although we are privileged in that manner, our position remains the same. Love who you love and be who you are. Please allow this bumper to serve as a checkpoint as we continue our conversation in a safe and inclusive space. In addition, I'd like to highlight Trans Lifeline. Trans Lifeline is a nonprofit organization that provides support to the transgender community through its crisis hotline services. The organization is dedicated to improving the quality of life for transgender people, and it offers a peer-supported hotline for transgendered individuals who need help navigating the challenges they face. If you or a loved one are seeking assistance, please visit translife.org or contact 1-877-565-8860 to chat with a peer. Once again, 1-877 565-8860. Additionally, if you can, please consider donating to this wonderful organization. Thank you so much. Never stop being you and one love. So we're talking about the art versus the artists, which is something that I spoke with Casey about, I think on a podcast. I feel like, I feel like this whole rundown is just me stealing fucking Casey's podcast. Um, but also, um, I wanted to talk about it because it's revisiting it. Last time we're talking music. This time we're talking Hogwarts Legacy. And I, I feel like some people would know this, but if not, I'm going to leave this just open for everyone. Um, so Hogwarts Legacy technically is an upcoming action RPG. It's already out if you have the deluxe edition. Um, but, you know, set in the Harry Potter world. Uh, controversy because a couple years ago, J.K. Rowling uh, faced criticism for her views on transgender issues. Uh, some people wanted the game to be boycott entirely due to her views, while others don't feel like they should be held responsible for their actions of her character or the content of the game. So the controversy has led to a larger conversation about representation of marginalized groups in video games, as well as the influence of creators on the products they are associated with. And this, this is just, uh, this is a hard thing for me to kind of process because um, I think for the most part, I, I, I like most people, I grew up with Harry Potter and I know there's been some people who are just like, they didn't give a shit because Harry Potter wasn't their thing. They're more of a fucking, was it Perry Jackson? What it, <laughs> the light? Perry, Perry Jackson. What was his name? I don't know his name. Percy. Percy, Percy Jackson. Yeah. I made him mad ethnic for no reason. Um, Perry Jackson. Perry Jackson sounds like a kick-ass. <laughs> no, <stop>. yeah. <laughs> uh, but in, in in doing so, um, you know, I know people were who don't who are directly impacted through this as they have transitioned. And I know there's people who are actively against it, or they're just kind of on the fence. So I wanted to start off by asking kind of where you where's your experience or background with Hogwarts Legacy or, or Harry Potter in in general? Maybe you don't give a shit, maybe you don't know. Um, but like Where's your background with that? Because I don't want to, 
I don't want to misspeak and sound crazy. Uh, you, you're just trying, like trying to ask for my house. I'm Gryffindor. If that's oh, what you want. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he said Gryffin gang. <laughs> uh, no, but did you, did you, were you raised on it? Did yeah, you I, I grew up. I grew up with it like uh, most other people. I remember getting uh, like at the library. I was always the one that was asking like, yo, when's the next Harry Potter coming out? But that's because I like reading. Not so much okay. I was that I was like huge on Harry Potter. I was always getting that library to bring books from elsewhere like you said the percy jacksons i was asking for those too right uh yeah watching some of these films in um uh, midnight releases etc cetera, etc cetera. i was like a part of the culture i would say but i'm definitely not attached to this and or anything really in any way where it's like man that was my childhood that was my everything like right. i let go of oh yeah that was easy you know? yeah so <laughs> I grew people up. are still struggling with that you tell it to my mom she's like I don't, I'm, I'm through and through and i'm like right, yeah whatever it's i'm like, not gonna I get it. do anything i get it the sasson and all that good stuff mm -hmm. no it's, it's just not it's just not difficult for me to detach myself from not just the artist but also the art itself but i, I do understand where it's coming from my honest thoughts on this whole thing is this is this is a talk that people need to have but we ain't doing it right it's just a lot of mudslinging right now mm -hmm. I, I was on that podcast when, when it was you and casey right. talking about kanye and i was like just compromise uh rip 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 just rip his music you know <laughs> well well T I, just I, take black clans or what was it <laughs> i forgot what the i forgot what it was Oh God, black skinhead! Yeah. No, yeah, that, that's what it. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, was it Klansman? I swear he had one of <laughs> one of the either. No, yeah, black skinhead. <laughs> that's the. I was like, just rip it, Casey. Just enjoy yourself now, because I, I think. See, I don't separate art from the artist. At a certain point in time, let's say that you did impact my life, and um, yeah, it made me a better person. But you end up to be a scumbag. I'm gonna just steal your stuff. <laughs> I feel like we should public domain. Uh, and any dick bags and if they make something that's useful for for the, the good of the people right but they're not a good of people right just steal it <laughs> i mean honestly i'm there with you like 90 percent of it because like also i i had to take some time to reflect because a lot of the conversation ended up being i think i just got upset because i can't see fanboys i feel like when you get to a point even if someone shift like it shaped you or like really made an impact to your life like I think of like Kingdom Hearts. I know it sounds really dumb, but that game really like did a number on me when I was younger because I didn't have no Final Fantasy background and shit like that. I just it's like, oh, shit, friendship, all yeah. oh, this shit. Oh, let's, let's fight the darkness and be better people. Cool. Whatever. If 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 something came out and it was just utter shit, like where the creators are doing it and they're scummy. Yes. I'm not going to tell you not to buy it. Have fun. Yo, ho, ho. And a, and a bottle of rum. Right. But also in the same yeah. vein, um, like I'm, I'm, I think my approach was just a little too harsh when it came down to it because of the fact that like I feel like this conversation in general, needs to have its balance. I feel like yep. we have to yep. listen to the voices who it's impacting while also have our expectations not be too way out of the roof. Because, like, again, I, I read Harry Potter, like, the first two books because my brain can't do much of the reading. Um, And then, in addition, like, I I didn't... I fell off, right? I, I It's a part yeah. of me. It, I appreciate what's happening. Um, But I also, like, not so spoiler alert, I bought Hogwarts Legacy. I was there to play. Right. I'm, I enjoyed my... I played the first hour. I enjoy what I'm playing so far. Nothing of what I'm seeing so far feels wrong. I don't know. Like, I know for a fact, and this is where my conflict happens, like, like I'm not... I'm, I'm JK Rowling's a turf. Fuck her. Her opinions, reviews, <laughs> she's still gonna make her money. Yeah. 
Oh, and you know, for those who don't know, turf person who like they, they don't believe in isn't it supposed to be like they don't believe in transgender? They like their identities a little bit hostile. I don't know. It, it's it's I know it's not inclusive to transgender people, and it doesn't make any sense. You're a man, you're a woman, you're a chair. You can be what you want. I don't. It doesn't impact me as long as you're happy. You're not doing anything that's terrible. Yeah, it's a trans exclusionary radical feminist. So they believe in all the feminism for women, but they draw a boundary at like what who is a woman, as you said, chair or whatever. Uh, yeah, I know for some they may seem like I'm being like sarcastic. I swear I'm not. I know there's people who I know from people of people that identify as like, I shit you not like a dog or a wolf. And I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. As long as you're not a piece of crap to me, I don't care. But it does <laughs> leave the bigger conversation of like, you know, is it even possible to properly separate the art from the artist for something like this? Because I, I mean, I mean, having my perspective in the AAA space, like I can't, as for someone who's there and like they put four or five years of development into it, how the fuck, like I'm not, I'm not, I don't want them to take an L. They're, they're just there because right. they had a project yeah. that they were doing and they were making, not only just making their money on it, but like, obviously they were putting their creativity and their pieces of their souls into it. So like, I don't want a game to fail or flop in that regard. I also don't think it's fair to keep it to the standards of what JK Rowling stance is, or I don't want to say was, but like, it's it, when I see people who are talking and they're like, I want this game to fail, developers getting paid, so on and so forth. I'm like, first and foremost, no, we're not. Second of all, um, because <laughs> it's not. And then. I also can't be in the same boat of like, I like, I don't want to see people in a creative element, like fail. That doesn't make sense to me, especially if they didn't have nothing to do. Like they didn't write or produce anything. And it's not even directly like full blown outside of just the IP. It's not like they're linking everything back to it or they had any sort of like support from JK Rowling. Like, no, she sold all her shit and that's what they did. So I, I don't know. It's conflicting to me because of the fact that like, I obviously don't understand the experience for those, um, trans people i don't want to say woman or man because it could be wherever you go um but like i don't know i feel like it's it's, it's a weird thing to kind of feel guilty for buying the game but it's also weird for to not feel guilty because like i don't associate one with the other as often or as hard as it is right, Even though right, it's a right, direct right. correlation i mean i just wanted a kick-ass game and see i think it just um the reason this one is so stinky compared to like you know the kanye or anything else so far is because it just comes down to how much are you aware right, right. so it's, it's almost like the conundrum of religion really where they, i think it was like a catholic loophole or so where if they go their entire life without hearing or knowing about jesus or or uh, christianity mm -hmm. they get a free pass so by bringing up christianity you're, you're endangering them essentially right mm. uh so with this thing is is jk rowling she the, the problem with her is that she's just way too adamant on her stance where she's like i literally will take people buying my game as them supporting my views and this is almost like to my stance of rob, you know, rob these people. Mm. Not only is it separating art versus the artist, I think it goes like the other way around. Like literally somebody get J.K. Rowling the help that she needs to get her away from this. Where it's like, lady, understand, hopefully. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that are hate buying this game, but it's like the people that are buying this game are they like your work. That does not mean they like your ideals. So right. I, I get I get where that's coming from. But it's also so difficult because she, this is the hill that she wants to die on. Exactly. Where she's like, if you buy this game, like she's made it uncomfortable now. If you buy this game, you support my views. You know, like that's that's where it's become super awkward. Whereas before you could at least claim ignorance to be like, I don't know. I didn't know Lovecraft. You know, yeah, I didn't know Kanye's thing. I, I like I like his I'm supporting his music doesn't mean I support his anti-Semitism. Right? right. Whereas JK is just sort of interloped everybody with it. I think that's why this one has become like the most uncomfortable one. Right. It's also 
keep in mind. I just don't think the, all these things have to full blown be, I know it sounds black and white. I know it sounds cut and dry, but when you look at the end all be all of it, like I'm thinking like if I'm an ignorant kid and I just, I loved Harry Potter. Maybe there's a sentimental reason I watched it with my parents or so on and so forth. Yeah. And, I, and I got the game and I'm really into the game. Like, I don't think they should have that pressure on them the, for, on a younger audience. And, and, and for those who right. are like, our age or maybe even older i don't think it needs to be a moral sort of decision i just because that's so weird to me to think and i know people mention that there's no like ethical consumption in, in capitalism and all that other shit and i don't i don't really right, know how yeah. that flies but like <laughs> I, I, because at the end of the day like we're surrounded by shit bags of people right and in, in reality like i'm not gonna say like i'm not gonna tell you your moral stance on this and i'm not gonna give you shit for it you know what i mean like i also don't feel like people 100 percent. like i know people who um are obviously transgendered like and i don't think they need to be like the equivalent of like well my i, I have a black friend so i can say the n-word like no that's not how this operates this is not <laughs> at all it's but it also in the same vein like i don't think people should be guilted for this because like jk Rowling is in her own bubble like when you're saying you directly, if you're directly buying this or talking about this, you're still supporting me. And in a way, it keeps her relevancy there. I won't lie. But she already sold off what she sold off. So I'm like, I, I'm i not paying attention. Yeah, to yeah. Like, also, how many people are aware? Like, you, you got to understand, we're plugged into the Internet real good. Like, right. uh, when I when I think of people who are outside of these like Twitter bubbles and whatnot, I literally just think of my days in Virginia. Like you, you would be amazed at the kind of bubbles that these people can uh, maintain around themselves where they're just. Literally, there's people just going, oh, Harry Potter game. That's it. Yeah. They may not even know J.K. Rowling. They're so who's that? So what's well, the person who made him, right? <laughs> like, surely, surely, you know, uh, like the author, but you probably don't know her views. The amount of people who like elders things, but they don't know that H.P. Lovecraft was like hella racist, right? Mm. I think, I just think right now this is super volatile. Also, as someone who, you know, has has been a part of minorities, um, you know, Mexican background, we had our our day without a mexican and all that good stuff mm -hmm. i don't just want uh support i want understanding right and that's you can't have you can't have it both ways that's unfortunately i think for some people to have the understanding they're gonna need their time and they're gonna need their self-reflection this isn't something that can just be like we'll burn that game right now you know mm -hmm. like that's that's just not it i i understand the the parties associated i understand what jk rowling's doing right I don't want to, I'm not going to play the game. I'm not going to buy the game or whatever, mm -hmm. but it's also like, this is a, this isn't a hill for me to die on. I'm right. entitled in the fact that I ain't, I ain't big on Harry Potter like that. Which is right? fair. That's absolutely so, fair. It, it, it's, it's not right for me to be like, it's easy. Just give that up. But there's just not many things in my life where I would, uh, I, I would fight for like, no, let me keep it. Maybe they did say you know, the N word or something, but let me have it. There's nobody I would, I would go up to bat for that. Right. But it's, it's also just comes up with the question of ethical consumption. The whole, if you were to be ethical about everything you consumed, you wouldn't consume anything, you know, right, it's right, like, right. that doesn't mean we don't have to try. But yeah. I understand the burden of trying to be ethically aware of everything. Right. And I think it's more so this is a human problem and we have to solve it like humans. I think we're we're high horsing too much. A lot of uh, righteous indignation. I think like J.K. Rowling needs people to be like really get get out of the fact that like these people love Harry. They love Hermione. They love Ron. They love the world that you made mm. and they despise your views, which I think is like where a lot of people are coming from. I the, Even within the trans community, because I have a lot of friends who are like, yeah, look, look at these screenshots from these other discords that I'm in and how it's going like there. It's not, it's not, it's not black and white, as you said, right. you know, it's, it's very gray. Also 
comes down to personality because like i said if if you're a bad person i'm just gonna steal your stuff so that's how <laughs> some people are feeling it where it's just like i'm just gonna pirate yeah you know, hogwarts legacy or whatever like, so that de nouveau's gone is mine baby yeah <laughs> there ain't there's no one solution for all has it has this changed how you see uh casey and kanye i don't think it changes it as much like i i did call him an idiot but i also meant that lovingly because i always refer to everyone <laughs> as idiots so i i mean yeah. no disrespect um but also in the same vein, like I, I, I think of it in the long term because again, I don't have that heavy of a detachment to Harry Potter. I'm, uh, yeah. I just, I don't like my girlfriend ups is loves it, does not stand with anything that's going on. Um, but also she, she's of the mind of like, dude, I'm gonna like appreciate what I appreciate, and I, I look at this as an adult. Like one person's living in a world of just like delusion. And then the other person, other people who are arguing either are ridiculously left or ridiculously right on the bad boy, like they're just feeding into it. And I'm like, for everyone else who's just in the middle, or well, she's saying that rather, it's just like for me, like if I want to play the game, I'm not going to have any guilt on it. Does that make anything that's bad? No. Does that mean I should be um, making it's like the, the equivalent when people say, yeah, no, instead of eating every set of every time I go to Chick-fil-A, I'm going to donate the exact or double the amount of what I do for, you know, something else. I'm like, you don't have to do that it's appreciated but whatever like it feels like a, a really individual's like approach to it so when casey's right. talking about like i'm still rocking with kanye like i'm not mad at it i think I, a lot of it was the venom of like how can you not understand like right, the right, shit right, right, that right. you're doing right directly contributes to chaos and right. maybe i was a little bit on my high horse that day it does feel like it when i look at it but i'm not mad at him and i don't look at him any sort of way yeah, yeah, yeah. in the same nah. way like i don't think we should be raising our pitchforks and yelling at it because again like i mentioned i have a couple of people who are transgendered and they bought the game and i have a couple of people who just didn't either give a shit about it from the get-go because it's just like well that's a game and i don't play that i'm an adult <laughs> you right. know whatever you do what you do and then there's people who like are like yeah i can't i morally feel wrong i just think the layer of difference ends up being where we start to shame people for directly impacting it. Like it's a video game. Yeah. I'm not contributing my funds to child like slavery or something like that. Like I'm not, and I know in some regards it all trickles down when you want to start bouncing to like, well, this will impact that so on and so forth. Fine. Okay. But also like, I'm not going to battle with you, nor am I going to feel some sort of way based off your decision, nor mine, because at the end of the day, it's a video game and I'm not going to, <laughs> because I just feel like there's bigger things like to be not bigger. Let me rephrase that. Cause I don't want that to come across insensitive. But I feel like there's so many different routes you can go with this approach. And at the end of the day, when I'm looking at it, I'm like, we are arguing over the basis of something from a developer, stand a developer standpoint, and I'm not going to give them shit. I'm not going to give the publisher shit. I'm not going to give the people who worked and put their voice acting to it like they try to cancel some of them. I'm not going to give them shit because it doesn't. Right. It's too much negativity that's adding to it. And in reality, like if people want to donate their money to like, say, I bought this game and I'm also donating towards whatever charity or nonprofit. Okay, I'm not mad at that. And if you don't want to play it whatsoever because you feel like it's morally fucking with you, that's okay too. But same way where if people are just like, I'm playing the game um, and like, I just, I see it as an individual product. Cool. That's right. that's that. As long as like the hate buying and the shit, I don't get it. I, I, I'm not going to rock with it. I'm not going to put my energy towards it because at the end of the day, the internet is a dark cave full of people who just can be really shitty. So I like, Feeding that attention? I don't know. I, I, I'm staying on the sunny side of it. Fuck it. I don't know. Bunch of wackies, though. Uh, as someone who has experience dealing with like problematic companies, dealing with problematic figures. So, uh, like for those who don't know, 
I was, I'm in, I guess I could say I was a part of the Smite community for like 10 years. It's just like a free to play MOBA, mm -hmm. but they also at the, at the forefront of their, I guess with their product at being like a special caster, they had in-game products for them mm -hmm. were sexual predators. And instead of, so, so that's why, that's where I kind of link this in is instead of taking your, cause in a virtual space, you kind of can't have silence. Silence has no weight. Right. Unfortunately, in the real world, if you're in a big stadium, what are we eating? Everybody says pizza. One guy says, let's all eat shit. Your silence and like weird stares at him are enough to be like, all right, that was a bad idea. I should probably never say that again. Right. In the, in the virtual world, silence has no presence. Right. Mm. So for the for 10 years, I was just like rocking it, trying to make it as like a good a space as I possibly could. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't for. I don't even know, like eight some years now where we actually like got the guy chased out. We got him banned. We got his products out of the place. That change doesn't happen if you leave. Right. It is is an unfortunate way of going about it, I think. Um, it really just comes down to where your energy is. And I'm a very angry man. I'm a very cynical man. I don't get along with people. Right. Like. I'm just not chummy, chummy by nature. Right. I, it's I got to put a lot of effort into that. Okay. And growing up on the streets, too, it's made me a very like straightforward, very angry individual. And that's like, no, we're going to do this because we got to do this mm -hmm. because it's either right or it's how we're going to survive and it's how we're going to go about it. Right. But some people just won't work that way. They will not. It doesn't matter how right you are. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the people will agree with like whoever's the nicest to you right now. Harry Potter is the nicest. Anybody's felt. some of these people. Harry Potter's have got a very special place. Mm -hmm. To them, best thing you can do is sort of create more special places for these people, or be the kind of individuals that you want, you wish them to to look upon. Because growing up in the South, mm -hmm. a lot of the xenophobia, a lot of the a lot of the bigotry is just a reflection of out of context experiences. Yeah, so hundred percent. And this isn't like um oh. Trans have no right to be mad because then they're going to be looking like hateful people. Well, what about JK? Right. Well, right. inform them. Right. I, and it's it's a difficult thing, honestly, to <laughs> to invoke change, but it's not going to happen in one go. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely not going to happen while you're mad. Uh, like when I was when I was going through that mad community member phase, mm -hmm. I I don't think anybody cared. I don't think anybody gave a damn about what I was saying or mm -hmm. even if it was real, just because <laughs> the other guy was nicer than me. Meanwhile, I was I was being a dickhead. So I started giving back to the community and started like replacing that, uh, that, that aspect of like, here's all the knowledge, here's that information. And now uh, I'm an Olympian, which isn't, um, isn't a direct correlation because of that, but it's just sort of, I became a community figure that people uh, know, understands and thinks cares. And they're like, Unfortunately, you kind of have to replace like somebody's got to replace JK, you know, yeah. somebody's going to go through all that. And you're not going to get there by jumping down your friends or any rando's throat of like, right, you're 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 a transphobe. You're a this, you're a that. Right. It's more so just uh, as much as I hate it, you got to sort of like really pick your battles. Right. Yeah. And you're you, right. And you got to play. You got to play for the long run. Yeah. You sound like but a again, coach. <laughs> right it's not about how hard you get hit <laughs> it's about you gotta keep moving forward <laughs> all that good stuff um but again i, I think it's um it's uh, what was me uncomfortable man Nah, it's just i have a and i do apologize if i offend anyone i have a hard time knowing when to um step in Right. Use that fact that I am uh, just cis male. Right. And, right, right. and do something with it or just offer a platform to somebody else. So like right now what I'm doing is I'm just listening. Yeah. Right. I'm just collecting thoughts, trying to hear it. 
and uh, <laughs> two, yeah, two cis males uh, weighing in know, on the conversation. I know, it sounds fucked, dude. But like, it's the weirdest thing is that I feel like having this conversation with anyone would be difficult, right? Because we don't, we're not in the shoes, we're not one to one. But even having the conversation. Like, I don't want to cherry pick, you know what I mean? Because I know people yeah, yeah, yeah. who have the sort of, like, I don't give a shit vibe to people who are generally offended, right? And, yeah, like, yeah. they're muted words and shit like that. But I also, like, at least I keep the minimization for, like, those who are coming across, like, aggro and all this, that, and the third. Because, like, for people who are thinking, like, I bought the game and now I, I'm supporting those who want to unalive trans, like, women and men. It's like, no. If you, the people who know me and people who, who understand how I operate or just like the general vibe that I give off, it's not, it's never that deep. They know I don't give a fuck about Harry Potter that much. They know that like, I'm like one of those people who are on TikTok who just like, I, I want to just like do a VD Khadivi and play GTA just in Harry Potter world. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just yeah. exactly what it came down to. I told, I told that with um, Melissa, my girlfriend, I'm like, yo, I'm just, I'm going to be the equivalent of Trevor in GTA. And I'm just going to like the next student that runs against me, Rita Khadivi. Like, that's it. You know, stupid shit. Um, but yep. that's more so on the joking thing, because at the end of the day, I don't know, approaching it in, in such a, in a, a manner where if I, I try to bring in like either way, I think someone would look at it like I'm cherry picking who I brought in, you know, and even and yeah. then, like, from my perspective is just like if if I'm bringing in somebody who like genuinely gives a fuck about other people, because you're an angry if you I'm though you say you're an angry man, I've never seen it. Right. And, and to a degree, <laughs> well, to a degree. Right. Vice versa. You, it, I, I know I got anger in me. I know I'm, I can be a, a bit of a dickhead when I'm very frustrated and so on and so forth. It's human nature, but also keep in mind, humans can be pieces of shit. Humans can be like the best thing ever. They can be like the people who are trying to help others, and then there's people who just fall in between and they're just trying to live, and they're trying not to make. They're not, not that they're not trying to rock the boat, but they're not trying to like make things work. So like at at, at a time being, like there was times on Twitter where I was like, I genuinely don't want to talk about this game hell to this sense i still don't want to talk about the game but the yep. excitement was still there like I, I i had this conversation with people i'm like as a gamer i haven't been this happy or like excited for a game since fucking halo 3 which is crazy yeah, well because see, I, don't, why, I, I don't pre-order like, games I, I, all right see that's why i'm like i have this entitlement of like what she's done for it's it's easy to me right right i um i haven't seen too much about this game i've got other games to get excited about but even then um like i guess to out myself there's other ones that do rake the morality of it like say like the the new diablo right everyone on blizzard's case what does that say about me it's like this this do you play it do you not do you do it for developers do you not right where it's genuinely, I think the main issue, the main concern is it's not that deep, like you said, for a lot of people. And right. to convince them, yeah, to convince them that it is deep. Here's the thing, too. Let's say that you uh, you accomplish yourself, like uh, the big bad J.K. Rowling is, uh, is like gone for good. Or let's just say she changes her views. The majority of people, I'm almost saying like 75, 80 percent would not know that she hated trans and now is okay with trans to a lot of people. It's just yeah. Harry Potter, GTA, Harry right. Potter, Skyrim. And like, that's it. That's where the conversation is for them. So it's a, uh, it's a human problem. It's a discussion that needs to be had, but I think it's sort of the sense of finality on the internet. Everybody wants to make their point. Everybody wants to make a choice and everybody wants uh change like immediately. I don't right. think it's going to happen. Right. It never like, you got, like that. you got me who, understands the situation sympathizes and i'm like i'm not i'm not gonna go for it but regardless of will wanting to play the game or not play the game it's just like in the end i just want you to one enjoy your life two right understand 
because if you were to just say I'm burning Hogwarts legacy right now because you asked me to, that's almost hollow to me. And that, and then people jump on that. You're virtue signaling, right. Will, because you, right. you don't understand. And it's like that you there are no perfect people, but people want perfection all the time. A hundred percent. That doesn't mean we shouldn't try, you know? Yeah. That and that's why I think keeping our, our ears open to this conversation and I I keep this in the I, I say this with the most love too, and I keep it as, as much as as professional as I can make it. Like realistically i'm not i look at it like politics and honestly yeah. i'm not looking at anybody too far left i'm not looking at anybody too far right because at that point i'm looking at an argument that honestly it, it's just based in something that i can't i can't i just i don't have the energy and i also don't have the sort of background to do it and to a level there's a there's a level of bias on each side so i'm just like fuck it okay whatever you have to let that slide um but for those who are actually like conflicted or those who are concerned or those who are actually impacted like I, I i've been i've left my dms open you know i've had conversations with others not that i have a shit ton of people i don't fucking conversate that much uh but right. when it does happen like you know i'm not i don't i don't have an opposition I, I i just know that at the end of the day shitty people gonna do shitty things um and because of that like i don't want to say that people who buy the game is shitty and don't want to say the people who developed it are shitty. I also don't want to go through the impact and go through and say, like, I'm I'm muting, muting or minimizing anyone's impact or their life. I just I'm somewhat caught in the middle. And honestly, the best way I can even be a member or ally, whatever you want to click. Maybe I'm not. A, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not a turf. I, well, I can't be. Well, I guess I could be. But like, I don't identify as it. So like, whatever the fuck people think, like, you know, have I guess have the conversation. But like, I say this with everyone. Don't ever approach anyone with hate. You you approach anything with hate in your heart and it's just not going to be worthwhile. Um, and it impacts everything. It impacts your view. It impacts how you you view the world and how you want to take your next steps. It also just burns bridges. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's harsh. Hopefully I haven't burned anyone's bridges by saying I pre-ordered the game and played it and I enjoyed it. I don't feel like that's something that I should feel bad for. As to right. where it's just like for those, if I started saying, you know what, J.K. Rowling makes sense. I've never said that. Don't take that out of context, everyone. Don't edit it. You're the one, you're the one edited it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, point being is that if I had said right. something along those lines and then it's like, I right, he needs yeah, a reality yeah, check. He needs yeah. to educate himself. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. That's the only part of me that was, I wouldn't even say morally torn, uh, is morally dizzy, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm just curious of how the game plays. Yeah. You know, I'm not... I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to go out and get it just for that. But the part of me is just kind of like, is it even a good game to begin with? And that, that's most things like what we were having the conversation with AI generated AI content with uh, Marty and, and Moon Man Mooney, mm-hmm. um, where I was like, it's a, it's a I'm torn between two questions between ethics and quality. And I can't right. talk about one without talking about the other, of because course. like if if this is ethically uh, safe for consumption, then why bother talking about quality? And uh, if if the quality is not there, then then why do I care about the ethics, right? Like, what if this game is garbage? You said you liked it though, so like it's got. I've only played the hours. I've only played okay. the hours, so yeah. I can't go like full blown hard. I I know like uh, from what I've seen in the aggregated scores and stuff. Like, if you love the world that's created there, then you're gonna have a great time. Um, so far there's just a lot of nostalgia that's in there you know what i mean because it's like oh i've seen that the music plays so on and so forth and i enjoyed my first hour so impression wise yeah does that mean in the end game it's probably going to be fantastic <laughs> probably not given the fact that there's only right. so many spells and shit like that but who knows who knows i just i do know that at the end of the day um the shit that people are going to come up with is it's going to go it's not the saying that it doesn't deserve to be heard it's just if you're going to approach it and you're going to start labeling this then the third like i don't see a reason to come at it with from that angle 
rather than understanding that that's my approach because like if you I, for me i feel like i know it's the safe option and if it may seem hollow to some but like i'm not mad if you bought the game i'm not mad if you didn't buy the game i know i'm not the direct person that it impacts but i'm also aware that from a developer standpoint i i i can't say i want people to lose and i can't say that i want people to be unhappy and feel like what they're doing morally with their wallet isn't worthwhile so like i hate to say it's a you do you sort of situation but more so it's that within the addition of well you got to speak your truth and speak your truth in the most honest yet non-aggressive way possible because we can put we, if we i'm not saying we can play the card but like it's the same thing that people come across when um there's like racist things that are on television or hearing things like the border and all this other shit and i'm like listen i don't play that card because of the fact that one it's not going to be worth it for me and then two of i've experienced hate and people wanting to unalive me from pretty much all my life so i'm not saying that's an excuse but i'm saying i understand it but i also understand that all of that comes from a lot of hate and a lot of ignorance and i'm fortunate enough where i don't have the hate in me there's a little bit of ignorance i'm willing to educate myself <laughs> but like outside of that i'm also not gonna come through with like fucking swinging bastion's hammer i'm just i'm here and i don't think anybody should be giving shit for that I really don't, unless they're explicitly saying, hey, I really support everything about this. And I'm because of what the creator said. Yeah, those, those are the, the the dark cave creatures you were talking about. Yes, sir. Yeah, those those should be stayed away from. Yeah. So like those people, half of the time they're trolls. But like for those who actually believe it. Cool. I know who I'm not fucking with. Is this, is this just as simple as that? And I know that those you can't argue with crazy. You cannot argue with crazy. It will never win no matter how you try mm -hmm. to go. So I think I've said my point. I, um, so Casey, mm -hmm. fuck Kanye. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, not saying there's no hatred in that for that point. I understand where the miss things, the passion could be miscommunicated, i.e. me. So Casey, you're not listening to this, but I apologize that I called you stupid. I still think Kanye's stupid. I still don't give a fuck about the music. Except when Monster comes on, then I'm a little conflicted. Monster or forever. That's where I'm always lost. I've had it mm -hmm. before. I literally went through my Spotify playlist and I said, Kanye, 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 gone. Like, deleting it. Take it. Right. And then you, Monster. <laughs> and Monster comes uh, like. See, it's Life of Pablo for me. Life of Pablo oh, is a great album for most. I, I kind of missed the Kanye build on that point. I was like, see, off. Okay, that's fair, yeah. I mean, most of my favorite stuff from him uh, is like feats. That's where I'm just like, uh, yeah. what do I do here? <laughs> yeah. Well, time to burn them CDs, like you said. <laughs> All right. I, I was raised on that. I, I get it. Graduations is a great album. Pablo's a great album. Like again, JK Rowling, like her books, what she had wrote, the Harry Potter thing, great. I like Fantastic Beasts. But fuck JK Rowling. <laughs> it's very <laughs> as simple as that. Anytime you want to unalive or, or look at it from a, a lens where it's just like hatred, I well, I'm gonna it, flip that finger. It's too many, it's too many topics at once. So it's just sort of like, okay, I'm all in support for, uh, for the trans community. How do we fight this? Even that is just a, its own argument. Right. Uh, like there, there's just no simple solution. Like me, <sighs> nothing gets changed through and also makes me feel more smug than existing in a place, uh, where people don't want me to exist. Right. right? And just over time, like stand on your ground, stand on your ground and suddenly you're multiplying and you've made change through that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not everybody's willing to do that kind of stuff. So that just becomes its own argument. Another argument. There's <sighs> too much heat. There's too much heat, son. Lay low. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I won't be tweeting about it though. I made a whole podcast episode to talk about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, to, for like for two years later. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I'm sure if I if I didn't get canceled now, and if I'm canceled for saying that I don't fucking fuck with the the idiots on left and right, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uncancelable. I don't. I'm joking. Please don't take that seriously, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
challenge accepted, I said. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, but I think that's enough for this thing. So let's transition towards the end now. And just like that, I think this is two hours. I have no idea how long this episode is going to be, but we are coming to our conclusion. I want to thank Frost for popping through. Thank you so much. I didn't want to bother you. I'm glad we did. And uh, thank you for dealing with me for so goddamn long. <laughs> Helping me in Fortnite. I had to get my little bonus. I felt like I was taking L's at there and I, you were really holding me down whether you see it or not. And uh, yeah, just here's your floor once again just let them know where you could find you or plug a social do whatever you want it's your time my man i'm gonna pass the mic to you see i got a new mixtape coming out uh -oh. 2027 uh oh no not at all not at all uh all my socials are under the other frost so that'd be my twitch my twitters my myspace my soundcloud mm -hmm. you think i joke but it's there they, they ain't got nothing don't go looking at that <laughs> but for the most part when i'm up to like consistently speaking and, and anything that i would be willing to share would just be my work at the escape we do the three minute reviews uh be doing the cold takes over there yeah that's like the only thing i'd say is worth mentioning for right now that i'd be doing but no i'm i don't know i'm glad you reached out man and you weren't too intimidated by the 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 dnd it's mostly just for the notification sound it couldn't do, find a way to turn it off dude i get you it's more so also keep in mind i'm a boomer i don't really use discord right. like that as often so like when i pop in i'm like how does this work i feel like i damn near don't even know how to make a channel <laughs> but but also keep in mind too like you do tw you do your twitch streams here and there so there's a good thing to kind of plug that's in that bad boy especially because i pop in wherever i can though it's never long because i'm like i don't know what's going on on screen you know Maybe you'll get a Twitch sub. Maybe you get more. I don't know. I don't know how you get popular on Twitch. Well, two ways. You either find a small game and get like really good at that, right? You become ahead for that game, or you go doing whatever else. So I'm swap. I'm swapping on that right there. Like I, I don't. I don't. I don't look at my metrics. I don't look at my numbers. The thing to me, as far as I'm concerned, is like bloated, uh -huh. right? Because when I'm doing smite stuff, yeah, those are my numbers. But when I'm not doing smite stuff, I'm trying to I'm trying to branch out, you know. Yeah. Like maybe uh, I don't know variety. Maybe uh, I'm not old enough to start podcasting yet, so this is nice to be here. You were literally one year younger than me. You sound ridiculous. No, no bro, you are you are you are was it early bloomer? I'm a viejito. You su you're supposed to wait till you're 30 to start podcasting. Yeah, uh, but you got, I, you got the jump. I had to avoid the whole male stigma where they're just talking about like male empowerment. I'm like, no, no, thank you. I'm gonna be a dickhead that's, instead. That's just for, that's just for the money. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not gonna get any bath no bathwater streams. Disappointed. Uh, I mean, right now my bathtub is full of plants because my my baby girl's <laughs> got a she's got a plant room and she's that's what she does every like three days. She puts all the plants in the bathtub, waters them all in one go, and throws them in. So if you get bath water from me, it's probably not gonna give you pink eye like the uh, the other bath water you'd be buying. You'll get more nutrients, the dirt from the soil. <laughs> Yes, it's delicious and nutritious. <laughs> oh, man, we got to do this again. But thanks again. I don't really plug anything. Only thing I can say is follow me on Twitter because why not? Guess what? It's the same thing everywhere. You type in the good old we'll see blogs. I'm somewhere. Harass me. That's okay. Maybe I'll get back to you. Who knows? <laughs> but that's it for this episode. Thanks again. And we'll catch you all next time.